Welcome to the Brightside Home Theater Podcast. The Home Theater Podcast. It's all about the experiences, the sights, the sounds. Gracias, yes. Oh boy. <laughs> I'm assuming that's the scenes. Yeah. Well, I, you know, we're trying to get uh, get international. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yep. We are definitely international. That's for sure. Uh, it's nice when we oh, we open the show. I come in here and it's like we go right from the green room to this and there's already a bunch of people talking, waiting for us to chat. It's oh, it's awesome. Yeah. A lot of fun. How's uh, your week going, guys? Let me increase my lighting in here. I feel like I'm, I look dark. You look red. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Change your, change your lighting. <laughs> Yeah, you need to be more like Steve. That's right. <laughs> Pasty white. Ooh. Ooh. Shots fired. Cross country high five, well. buddy. That's there right. we go. There we go. Right over the top of Steve. There we go. Boom. I'm going to reach over the pond and give you a Yeah. Snack. Yeah. Pasty white. Pasty white. That was awesome. Just kidding. Yeah, always got my life. back. Thank you very yeah. much. You know, always got my I'm back. I'm a New Zealander. Yeah. Grew up in Spain. <laughs> oh, so week, is, week is good, DJ. Thanks for asking. I'll get us back on track. There we go. Thank you. I'll, I'll keep us. I'll keep us uh, on track. This show. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. That's all I'm looking yeah. for. <laughs> yeah. Good my, luck my to week, me. <laughs> my week's been good, apart from I'm mildly annoyed. Because I waited by the phone all week, convinced the Grammys would call, um, asking for <laughs> some sort of performance. But I mean, nothing, nothing. I'm appalled. Big you know, time. If you get Harry Styles on there, why can't I get on there? What's going on? Right? Unbelievable. <laughs> I couldn't believe that snub. Apparently, I, I mean, I put in the request. I mean, I nominated you. I said, look at this. Bloody so. You know, but you were our one nominee from England. So, but actually, you know what? Maybe it's for next year's Grammys because this is 2023. Isn't that music from 2022? True enough. There you go. Wait by the phone, though. So you're saying there's a chance. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, exactly. Oh, yeah. We got to get that recorded, though, for the green room with, uh, you know, the explicit version. I can do it. I've got the notes here still. I've kept them there. The notes. Come on. <laughs> I've been practicing all week for the Grammy. Know, you don't need notes. You've been <laughs> singing that in the shower all week. <laughs> that was great. It it took a lot for me not to to text Todd and be like, "You got to check this out." But I, it was so much more fun with him just finding it organically Discovery and just being it. like, yeah, "What yeah. the hell?" <laughs> like, he keeps some strange hours though. Because he tweeted that at about 10 o'clock in the morning, my time. So that must have been about 5 a.m. Mm. Your your time. And he's down in Washington, isn't he? Maryland, I think he is. Yeah, so yeah. Same he's on East, Eastern time then, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, same as so, me. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I know he, he works out quite early, doesn't he? But even yeah. then, 5 a.m., that is early, yeah. early, 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 early. So, uh, yeah, it was fun to see. And I'm glad, yeah. And, and, yeah, I'm glad we just let him discover it. Oh, yeah. That was <laughs> yeah, it was great. It was great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Let's see. Do we want to get into anything? We have, as far as donations go, we had no new patrons this week. No boxes of popcorn. Uh, Patreon supporter of the week. 
Steve George. No, no, sorry, John Brock. <laughs> Steve Brock. He's in the chat. He's in the chat. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> Brock Star. Um, yep. Yeah, John Brock, four months. Thank you very much. Thank you to all of our patrons. Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, not necessary, absolutely not necessary, but greatly appreciated. Uh, we're going to be having, because of the patrons, because of everything, aside from the donations that we do, um, there's a big ad coming to the podcast soon, and hopefully it's going to pay off for everybody. So I will be adding that a big surprise. I, the guys don't even know. And I, when I refer to the guys, I mean the rest of the bus bench here, these guys over here, uh, they don't even know what it is yet. So I'm hoping it's, I'm hoping it's going to be, it's a, a big fun new thing for the podcast. So, uh, and uh, part of that, the reason we're doing it is because of the patrons. So thank you very much. Um, as far as giveaways for this week, I'm trying to speed through this. Steve has to get out of here today. Uh, <laughs> so we have, um, we actually had, um, BJ, he DM me today and said he has Patriot games and he also has home alone, but I gave home alone to John Charles on one twenty, So maybe he went to use it and it wasn't capable of being used because bj already took it so i apologize to that john um and but yep yeah, please forgive me but it's like i have a lot here and like i said before if i've given them out and maybe you get it and it's been used I'm, i apologize but it's great that everybody's donating like crazy because people are grabbing movies that they weren't able to get before. So uh, keep it going. But we have two new ones this week. Uh, Justin Van Camp gave us the entire four-movie collection in 4K, The Hunger Games. And we also have from Mark Hader, we have Saving Private Ryan. But he warned it may be expired. But that's definitely, if you're interested in it, it's definitely one worth trying out obviously i can't try it otherwise i'd then own it <laughs> so so it, it's a catch-22 so if you're interested in it give it a shot who knows we'll call that potluck week <laughs> yeah. when, did it, when did it expire june 7th 1943 was it or uh... <laughs> maybe uh let's also throw out if i haven't already given it out <laughs> expendables one through three johnny speakers donated donated that one a little while back so we have that so uh if you're interested in that let's um let's give those away this week so i'll put question marks on those saying that i've already given them and they're up for grabs so that's it for uh this week's uh giveaways uh and let's see what do we got any you guys got uh tweaks of the week and let the p sounder play steve you go first since you don't say anything i'll just stay quiet yeah <laughs> what did you just say you just mouth just it. stay quiet nothing, just stay quiet nothing. just keep yeah. your lips moving actually in the audio it actually comes out cleaner on the other end but you do anything this week john uh, no, I didn't do anything. Um, but when we get to real experiences, I have a new experience, um, but it's not necessarily a tweak. So, uh, Oh, very you'll interesting. Know, you'll know when we get there. I, yeah, you'll tell me. 
Yeah. <laughs> cool. You should already know if you've read the notes, but <laughs> I, I try not. I try to be surprised. So um, I have a I have a lighting tweak thanks to Paul, and also came in from Martin as well. Martin Anderson. Let me read. It says Hugh change Hugh scene change speed. It says hi DJ. You can set the rate at which Hugh fades from one scene to another, but not using the standard Hue app. If you use the iConnect Hue app, and that's where I also suggested and tweeted to me by Martin Anderson as well, uh, which is available for iOS and maybe Android, Not he's not sure, you can set fade times in that app. The fade times work in conjunction with a Hue switch using iConnect Hue. When when you program the button on the switch to recall a lighting scene, you can also set the fade in out time for that scene when you use that switch. When you use select scenes in the phone app itself, there is no fade time in the scenes which in instantaneously in, in the scenes would switch instantaneously. Use the hardware hue switch, though, and you can get a pretty smooth fade from one scene to another. I find a, a three-second fade feels about right. And yes, I do exactly what you do. I have a relaxing all-lights-on scene, an almost entirely dim scene for the pre-show. There's a whole other topic there. <laughs> and then fade to a full blackout scene when the movie starts. Because the Hue switch is battery-powered and detachable from the wall plate, I can use it like a remote control. Not not sure if you can do the fades via Harmony. I stopped using my Harmony Elite a long time ago. Maybe I'll get that going again. The fade function works great. If I have friends over to watch something at least the first time, it never fails to get a, ooh, just like at the cinema, when the lights go dim and then dim again. Just like at the cinema is the whole point for me. And just like the cinema is why I often make a pre-show for the movie nights with friends. I know, crazy amount of effort. But for me, it really adds to the occasion and avoids the shock of going from all lights to straight up blackout and look at screen now mode. Anyway, I highly recommend iConnect Hue. It, it's not quite as intuitive as the standard Hue app, but it does add a lot of functionality to your Hue stream that you don't get out of the box. It's a paid-for app, but not expensive. Totally worth it, in my opinion. I'm relatively new to the podcast. Discovered it via following Steve on Twitter. That's why we brought him on. Nothing to do with his personality or anything. Uh, but loving it. <laughs> I know I found my kind of podcast when I'm yelling out, yes, that's exactly how I feel, multiple times during a show. Thanks for all you're doing. P.S. would love to see and hear more about your Zipidi if you still have it, because that looks like an ideal way to store and play playback my pre-show videos. Paul Hurt in London. So, um, yeah. So thank you, Paul. Great, great email because I did everything you said. I grabbed the Hue Connect app. It's, uh, I believe it was $3.99. And I do have a wall switch. Mine isn't the remote one. They do, Hue makes one that look, it, it sits on the wall and it looks like a switch, but you can pop it right off and take it with you like a remote. I bought the switch that goes onto your wall and it has four buttons on it and you can program it that way. So unfortunately, I can't take to mine to my seat, but it does everything like you just said. So if you want to do this, I recommend it. And it is, it's that, it's that, 
that oh wow just like in a cinema feel and when you're showing off your cinema doing a demo or something like that it nails it and it and i did all the little things and i had to do them from my phone instead of the app but you use the the hue app and you go right from that and it dims quiet and then the movie starts playing and you can pace it out with how long like so i actually he suggested three seconds which is perfect um but for me with the going from the movie there's the handshake takes a little bit longer the hdmi handshake sometimes so i actually put it at about five seconds which that's about when the movie starts playing and the lights completely it worked perfect it's awesome i actually thought of like tearing out my wall plate putting in the one that he has so i can sit there with it in my hand and do it only for myself <laughs> but then I thought better of it because I'm like, I got a lot of other projects going on right now. I don't need to right. do this, but it it is a great, great ad. And, and I love what he said. It's just like the cinema feel, which is the point to me anyways. And judging by our cinemas, just about the guys on the bus bench here and probably everybody listening, we're trying to, you know, rejuvenate or recreate that feel when we go to the movies. And uh, yeah, it was awesome. Great, great job. Martin's using it as well, so thank you to both of you. That was awesome. Um, you're gonna get right on that, Steve. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I see. I, I control using the phone and my iPad anyway, right? And I and I've got the different scenes, but I'm quite happy with the amount of time it takes to dim. Yeah. You know, I've got a I've got a show off mode for when I walk into the room. Yeah, and then I've got a, a semi dimmed mode down to about five percent, and then I've got a complete turned off thing and i just use it on the phone and, you, and it's got widgets on there you see so you can just tap a button and it does it so you can have your three stage dimming just yeah one two three so I, that's enough for me I'm, I'm not gonna mess around the way i'm going to um to replicate the cinematic experience from cinema george moving forward is every time i sit in the front row i'm going to charge myself a little <laughs> bit less than if i sit on the back row that that's how i'm going to address it that's how I'll make it more cinema friendly. Are you going to pour Coke on the floor before you start? Yeah. So your well, it's, feet are it's sticky. What I, it's what I call an in. investment. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that, that I think is, is the way to replicate it. I love you guys. <laughs> I'm going to hold, I'm not, I'm not going to go to the bathroom. I'm going to hold it through the whole movie. That's how I replicate good stuff. the theater experience. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to, yes, I'm going to have a, I often wondered why some discs don't have like a talking track, you know, especially with Atmos where, where some idiot behind you is talking through the film and then somebody's phone goes off and you can hear crisps rattling and you can hear right. chips rattling and all yeah. this stuff just to replicate it properly. Right, a real like yeah. a real like language scene, and then you like like just with everything going wrong, and be like, yeah, you yeah, think Atmos yeah. isn't very good now? Listen to this one. <laughs> Everybody talking, the the screen starts getting brighter. Like people are putting their phones on, and you're like, wow, it's yeah. just like the cinema feel. Yeah, that's it. yeah. <laughs> and and just to give a little little delay every now and then, so you can shout, shut the flip up yeah exactly someone, but, but they carry on and ignore you yeah <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And, a, and a little shadow every now and then of someone getting up to go to the toilet <laughs> walking you know, across the just yeah. across the screen yeah <laughs> oh my god that would be so funny like if you just made a movie and then you just like like right at the bottom left corner of your big screen you saw this little bright white square like when the door opens and it glares <laughs> yeah, on just on that one spot on the screen, like open and close and be like, Hey, look, somebody's going to the bathroom. <laughs> oh, 
we got to try that. We got to. There's a whole new app for that. Yeah, we're spending all this money on these speakers and screens and seating and everything else. When all we needed was 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 a lot of seamless branching. You know, things working up and, this is what, and an extra track. Yeah, this is what happens when you get to be our age and you start to get to, like, I can't really improve too much more, so I'm going to make the experience crappier. Make, make it worse. <laughs> <laughs> Just so I can appreciate how good it really is. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've already got your uh, your, your popcorn-smelling candle, haven't you? So yep. you've already got that to have the, the, the smell throughout it. You yeah. Know, stale popcorn smell. Then yep. you're all good. Yeah, just got to make <laughs> sticky stores, floors, sticky floors. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Get some wow. six-year-old running around with light-up shoes, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> just pay somebody to watch with you and make noise and yeah. walk Generally in front of the screen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man, that's good stuff. All right. Uh, we ready to get to uh, this week's uh, listener experiences? Sure. All right. All right. Um, we'll save that. That one goes there. That one lists our experiences. All right. Um, first off, let's say, uh, quick, let me see. Did this get updated? See, see if it says updated on my phone. Did I add everybody? Yep. Everything's there. So thank you. And this is how we're speeding along. Thank you to Gorinda G Cornell, Cameron, Brent, Martin, Carl, Paul, and Steve, all sending messages of uh, having conversations during the week, just stuff that really doesn't need to be rehashed, but all fun, fun stuff. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, multiple listeners have sent me this and commented. Did you guys get to watch at least some of it? I, I watched all of it, actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I did, it, it was. It's like an hour long, right? Is yeah, that the yeah total? it's an hour, 58 yeah. minutes or something, but I watched it all. So we don't have to get into the entirety, but, uh, I mean, everybody, it was fantastic how many people <laughs> sending me, like, like I'm going to build this, right? right? Like, we're talking <laughs> about the million-dollar Star Wars theater. It's like a multi-million dollar home, and it's got a million-dollar Star Wars theater in it, and Carl and I talked about it in Tuesday's podcast, um, and I, it's... Honestly, I'll I'll be the first to say this isn't for me. It's too much. Um, I but I absolutely love it. I I mean I love that somebody went. I don't. I can't say that if I had the money, I wouldn't do it. Right? Because <laughs> if I had the ability to do it, maybe I would, and then I would maybe have the ability to tone it down when I wanted to. But. Um, it's just, it's, eh. I think there is a little bit of jealousy in me to say I wouldn't want it. <laughs> so uh, what did I mean, you guys think? I, I love it for that guy. Yeah. You know, like I, I'm the same as you and Carl really in this. Like I want, now again, I'm in a position where I don't even have what I want specifically because my theater is <laughs> in a living room. Right. So I can't have a completely blank slate because we live in our house. You know, there's right. furniture and couches and pictures on the wall. But I mean, if I was to build a dedicated theater room, I would want very minimal. Like, I don't even know if I'd have movie posters on the wall. Like, I want yeah. black walls. I want sound treatments and I want a screen and seats. Like that's what my, I want my room to be. I don't want to see my speakers. You know, uh, I, I don't want to recreate the old timey movie theater. Like you right. know, again, you guys were talking about. I just want a very minimal sound designed experience. You know. Yeah. Um, but I love it for that guy. You know, and again, mm. 
like you and Carl both said, I'm as big a Star Wars guy as anybody. Yeah. You know, and it looks awesome. And even listening to to the guy talk, I mean, I guess you would think acoustically it would be poor, but it seems to not be because of the way it was constructed. It actually yeah. they say does a good job with the with the sound dispersion. But yeah, too distracting. <laughs> like just way too <laughs> way too much. You yeah. Know? It's um, more of like it like you don't go to a museum to see a movie, right? right. And you don't go to a movie to see a museum, right. you know. So now it's like, but you combine room. the two, which is great. Like John said, like it's great for him, and I right. I get that. You don't watch the movie in the Emperor's chair, but it's right. cool to go sit in. Right. <laughs> like know? I said, I would love to make this room look like that. Like yeah. my Star Wars room that I have my collectibles in, I would love to have wall. I would love for my room to look like that. Right. I have a door, you know, that's pressurized and, yeah. but not, not for my theater, <laughs> you know? Um, so. Yeah. And, yeah. I, I see with me, I, I was looking at it thinking it is cool, but I'd want a separate corridor that doesn't have all that stuff in it. Because if you have to go to the toilet halfway through the film, <laughs> Do you want to have to be walking through this bloody thing? You've got to wait for the door to open. You've got to wait for the lights to come on and all this. Exactly that. You know, the power you know, goes you, out you, and Steve wets himself. Yeah, well, get out. exactly that. You need, a, you need a mouse droid to come and do the cleaning up. You know, it, um, so I, I, I just, I'd want a normal corridor to run alongside a parallel right. to it so that when you just want to get in and out, you can just do right. that. And then when you want to show it off, then you can go through all the, you know, and see all the different things. I mean, it is cool, but then it's not really a home though is it is i no. understood it it's a demo home for a, a man for a, a, an yeah. installations thing isn't it it's a yeah it, as i understood it it's a it's oh a no i thought policy. he lived there i thought oh, he? he lived oh, okay. there but they oh, just right. are big entertainers but from what i understood oh. that's his home like they just oh, um, yeah they're just big entertainers yeah. and they you know like to have people over and show off you know obviously mm. they're very well to do and um <laughs> you know yeah uh, but i was yeah. very impressed with the the theater owner that did most of that work himself like figured yeah. out how to do most of that stuff and was able to do it that's way beyond my scope it would cost me two million dollars because i'd have to pay somebody <laughs> to do every bit of that right he did a million dollars worth of work himself <laughs> you know what yeah I mean? so um <laughs> but that i mean and that's part of the fun Right. If that's what he enjoys doing, that's I mean, that's great. It's like, but for my t now, don't get me wrong. I'll take things from there. I love looking. And that's what's fun about seeing all these theaters that are that extravagant. It's like you take ideas from them and you you take a piece of that and, and put it into maybe incorporate that into your theater. Um, it, it's you know, I, I'm not going to do that, but it's and I don't have that many friends. For those but, well, seats. <laughs> that, here's the thing. I do. Like, if I was, Whoa. you know, if I, <laughs> no, I mean, I I've know. got my family, family, not my I know, friends. I know, but I know. Like, if I, if I won the Powerball or something and was going to build a theater like that, I need a 20-seater, you know, yeah. if I want to have my whole family over for to movie watch, night, kids and yeah. grandkids to watch a movie. And I would absolutely use his equipment list. <laughs> like, yeah. I would use every bit of equipment that he used. It just wouldn't have the aesthetics like that. So. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, but I did take notes about room size and equipment, you know, for when I win that Powerball. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. Well, so. it's, it's funny because, like, on the new theater we're building, my wife is the one that's telling me bigger. She right. wants me to make it as big as possible. And I'm trying to think practical and be like, I know I'm the only one in here 
95% of the time. Right. And and your kids won't even be living with you at that point. Right. But so. you know what she's thinking? I want the kids and the grandkids to come over. Exactly what you right. said. So right. she's like, she knows my winning personality isn't going to invite them over. So she's trying to entice them because <laughs> we the don't theater. have the pool anymore. We don't have like, we, we got to have something good because he stinks. So right. build me a theater to attract the people. Right. <laughs> so she wants at least like eight seats. And I was yeah. going down. I was only going to do like six I'm like, maybe just three. I was trying to, because the smaller you go, the smaller you, you know, the less you need as far as equipment. But I'm like, okay, I'll try to do, you know, two rows of four. And she's like, that should be fine. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. But, but again, you know, do you do that for five days a year? Cause like even me, even with a Powerball win, like, do I need a 20 seater when oh. 360 days a year? Is only going to be two of us in the room. Right. And then five days a year, it'll get used. You know, yeah. I don't know if it's worth, well, it, worth doing. Well, for me, for going from like, I was thinking minimum of a six, three wide, right? But right. to go to four is literally the cost. I mean, it doesn't really change your dimensions too much. It right. just, I mean, it is a little wider, but it's the price of two seats is really what it costs you. Right. Right. Which is so. Not- I mean, and then it's worth it to be able to say, look, the whole, everybody can come in here comfortably. And so it's a little bit better that way. So I was willing to accommodate her. (laughs) Just uh, just everybody providing they have one kid each. Once they start having more than one kids, eight seats still isn't going to cut it. It's also providing they all come over together. Well, you're thinking holidays and stuff like that. Just remember the more rows you have, the bigger the pricing policy guys. Just be aware. (laughs) Right, <laughs> you know, I charge be more down, charge That's more in the I'm back. That's what I'm thinking. We're <laughs> <laughs> together, to fair, George. Steve, just look George. George. Yeah, uh, George. Yeah, I thought we weren't doing that anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're gonna um, keep well, you razzing me about my tweets, times yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brock, uh, Brock Stars just saying in the live chat. I'm just keeping an eye on that. That the Atlanta Theater is the demo house, and apparently it is. So it is his home. Yeah, but the Atlanta Theater is the, is the demo house. So there we go. Right. I've seen I've seen some sort of eight hundred thousand dollar house that was all I, isn't that one the Atlanta one house the Atlanta is that one, the one? Yeah. Is that that's the Atlanta one, one. Yeah. yeah 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 so it, which looks great but I wouldn't want to live there I'd have a constant right. migraine just all yeah, the right. different lights oh. and all the different things even the even the ensuite like <laughs> the, the know, sights the sounds the scenes got, we haven't even gotten in it yet <laughs> right yeah, that's it <laughs> oh but there we go but it, it's <laughs> so funny how that just permeates right through. Everybody, like the podcast, everybody, they're like, oh, DJ's building. <laughs> like right. sending it to me. It was great. I love it. to do it. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> yeah, get Let's him see if we can get him to build it. Yeah, it'll be funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Mikey. He's stupid. He'll do anything. <laughs> Thanks, but guys. You, you'd be more likely to build a, a, a T2 one, wouldn't you, rather than a than a Star Wars one? Wouldn't you want to no. have the, the T exoskeletons on the doors and stuff? No. Um, T-800s? You're very, 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 very close, and I'm going to try to incorporate it in this theater. So if you look at my theater now, it it has everything, like John said, posters on the wall. I got the stuff at the back, but that's because I was never able to do what I wanted to do. I wanted to have the lobby like Nelson's. I talked to Nelson over the weekend, and we were going back and forth about some stuff and about the new theater and everything. And um. If I can have that lobby area, that outside the theater area, and decorate that, 
and then you simplify inside the theater, I will do that. And one of the things I do want to add though, is I want to have, I'm, I'm the, I have the arm. The arm come out. Yeah. I not. I want to have it in the wall, lit with the blue lights around it, and have it being shown that way, and be able to, you know, and maybe even a chip next to it or something. But something small like that. I don't like big things that are like like a giant stormtrooper. I love the look of them, but I don't. I, I like more like like small like the arm is not really small but it's kind of an obscure not a lot of people have that it's like and it's getting older now and a lot of people what oh that's from t2 you know but i like um like my rock (laughs) stuff that's obscure not a lot of people have that (laughs) the thermal detonator that i have from um on solo from solo Yep. We each have a thermal the, detonator. You went with one version. I went with the other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. The uh, well, I did, I don't think that that theater had a thermal detonator, so I'm already you know cooler than him. I'm just saying. Yeah, right. Um, I know. And yours but, does uh, that. But te- <laughs> you say that um, you say the Terminator arms old. Technically, it's not even been made yet. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, depending yeah. on which timeline it hasn't in, been made yet, but it's been brought back. Yeah. So right. we have yeah, it, so. but we didn't make it yet. Right. <laughs> Kind of like John. The chicken and the egg. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, not this John, John Connor. Um, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, we all ready to get, I got to get my, my button ready here for the language. Uh, multi-listener comment. <laughs> and that was, Mike Schramm played perfectly right into it. There was no planning whatsoever. When I put out and like tune in and whatever. And he's like, he's like, what could it be? And I was like, tune in on, on Tuesday at four o'clock. Uh, so <clears throat> it was a, Rob had a tweet going around in my notes. It says momentums, but that's gotta be a misspelling. I don't know what that means, but it was basically, it was a picture of um, a diagram of, speaker placement and throughout twitter and and others and listeners like mark v and omar they made comments that just had me cracking up and it's like i'm like um okay so there were a lot of speakers there they had every speaker that you could possibly have right and it, it was like height channels uh front wides rear wides there was a center middle channel plus you had your whole regular bed and then there were overheads plus additional overheads and the the comment that kept resonating with me is people were like, that's just too many speakers. It'd be too loud. <clears throat> and then when I finally made the comment was when Omar was like, that many subwoofers would blow my house apart or whatever he said. And I'm like, people need to remember. Is this why? And we have this coming up later. A que- it was a legit question from Jonathan. And uh, we'll talk about that. But I'm like, maybe this is why people can't listen at reference level. Are you not EQing your rooms? Because you can have one speaker or you could have 50 speakers. If you EQ your room, it's all the same level. Reference level should be an average of 85 dB. That's that's what 85 comes in, right? But you'll have your peaks and you'll have your lows for conversation, whatever. But it should all be the same. So when you get new speakers that have, you could get 20 new speakers, but they have a different impedance. So they have a different, um, not a frequency. What am I looking for here? Um, 
Ah, uh, help me. My mind's going blank because I'm on a rant. Um, <laughs> sensitivity rating. They'll have a different sensitivity rating, right? Oh, well, if you don't re-EQ your room, well, they're going to play louder. If they have a higher, you know, sensitivity rate, they'll be like, whoa, look how loud those are. That's great. As soon as you EQ your room, it should go bring it right back down. Now you're just using less power to run those speakers, but your volume shouldn't change. If anything, a case could be made that your volume would actually get quieter to the rest of the house because now if you, instead of having just five speakers running, if you have 10 speakers doing the same amount of work, they can each run a little quieter. So you don't have, you're not blasting that one speaker to try and get to you. Maybe it's a little closer to you or something. So, and I'm not saying that's the case, but it definitely wouldn't play necessarily any louder once it's EQ'd. That's the point of equalization eq that's the idea so you can add as many subs as you want it's still one sub channel it should all be playing at the same the reason we add more subs everybody we should all be knowing it's just to make it more uniform throughout the room it doesn't play louder so all right that was it see no swears no, nothing. No <laughs> but I, I respect all of these people and they're all saying this thing. And I'm like, it, that's not what happens. So I thought I'd put it in the show. Hopefully you found that entertaining or you're pissed off and you'll never listen again. Right. So, <laughs> all right. Won't be the uh, first time. <laughs> exactly. What, as, as, as we were talking about before the show started, I mean, it, it it's all about in, in terms of volume. And mm-hmm. I wonder if there is some confusion between reference levels and volumes, EQ and comfort, if that makes sense. And I wonder if there's some confusion there. I mean, in terms of what volume you listen at, my my personal view is it's whatever makes you comfortable. Hmm. I mean, you don't want to what saying, well, this is, this is the level I should be listening to it at. So I'll do that. And if that makes you uncomfortable, what's the point? Right. You know, it, it's got, it, it's just got to be, and every room sounds different. Every room has a different setup, you know, depending on where the speakers are and everything else and your placement in the room. So watch it in a comfortable volume. And yeah. As long as you're enjoying that, that's fine. Otherwise, if you're what, again, you and I were talking about it. If you are watching it at, at an ear or listening to it, sorry, at an ear splitting volume, because someone else says, it sounds awesome when you do that. Right. Then that's not going to help. I mean, you, you could physically harm yeah. yourself, we'll get, which is not what you want. Yeah. Either. We'll get to more <laughs> of that when we get to Jonathan's question. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I mean, because there's reasons for that, too, because it shouldn't be mm. painful by any stretch. No. So, um, John, you want to read? Because I think this one. Do you want to re- take this one, John? Randy? Yeah. Randy's. Yeah. Um, this, I guess, was a tweet. Uh, um, no, that was an email. No. Email. Okay. Email. I just uh, from Randy. Uh, legal thrillers. It says, "Hi boys, I have loved the genre of legal thrillers drama since seeing my first Perry Mason episode as a kid. With Steve being a defense lawyer, I am intrigued as to how he views this genre through the lens of an expert in the field." Excuse me. I'm sorry. I had to make this a little bigger because I can't see. It. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Sorry, I can't read it. <laughs> Um, I am under no illusions that what is portrayed in literature and cinema is reality, but was wondering how the panel views this hugely popular genre. Does Steve use it 
as comedy. Does he see it as comedy? Does you want he me to see take it, it as comedy? <laughs> yeah, because I, I, okay. I can't see it. I know, because it's, <laughs> it's black on white on black. Does Steve yeah. see it as comedy? Is he like a carpenter who wants nothing to do with his tools when the workday is done? And does he have a favorite film in this category? By the way, I do know what the word Randy is in slang. What, what, the, what word Randy is slang for, LOL. So, yeah. um, I'll let Steve go first. Yeah, that that did make me laugh when I read that last bit. Yeah, that yeah. was very funny. Um, so yeah, uh, it, we have talked about it before. To be fair, and and mm -hmm. uh, the the position is it depends on from what country the legal thriller originates. Um, I cannot watch any British legal drama, thriller, comedy, anything at all. And by legal, I mean also to do with the police and everything else as well. Unless it's something like Hot Fuzz, which is deliberately supposed to be a right. joke. None of that's realistic. But any drama, anything that, that is portraying even slightly some sort of realism is impossible for me to watch. And no one wants to watch it with me because I will spend the entire thing going, well, that's wrong. That's wrong. They'd never do that. <laughs> That's ridiculous. That's and and that irritates the hell out of anybody, understandably, right. including me. But I can't switch that off. So if it's British, forget it. That I cannot watch. Um, so so yeah, and 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 you may occasionally find me muttering, as it were, on Twitter about that. Yeah. When people go on about it because I just get irritated and I can't mute the words and it does my head in. Anyway, so that's the British stuff. Now the American stuff, though, which is you know your John Grisham stuff, your you know all that kind of thing. I find quite entertaining. I, you know, it's quite fun. I, I have no problem with that at all. And, and, uh, and it, and it's fun to watch. I mean, because I don't know much about the American system, so I can, I can suspend my disbelief just about, um, to be able to then enjoy that. And I mean, you know, things like Devil's Advocate, Few Good Men, yeah. Twelve Angry Men, you know, um, things like Murder in the First and all that sort of stuff. These are movies. The you Brady Bunch when. With when Mike got Carol off by dropping the book. I mean, come on. <laughs> well, or even, even um, shrinking. Cut. There was, a, there was a short, there's a short thing in, in episode one of uh, two of shrinking where, uh, yeah, where there is a little bit of lawyer discussion. So I can enjoy that. And I mean, and I absolutely love She-Hulk. And of course, that's all that sort of stuff as well. Mm. Um, so yeah, so it depends on where it's from. Um, I love it. If it's in America, if it's in England, forget it. And you know, that that's kind of how I view it. Um, and no, I, I wouldn't be turned off a legal thriller in the US. It's not as though, I mean, Philadelphia, again, another really good, really good one. Yeah. Um, and I can, I can thoroughly enjoy those. Um, and some, and occasionally laugh at the, you know, appalling way in which they conduct their trials but that's you know but it, it may yeah. help me that might be how the it is firm i don't know i don't, with, don't know. uh tom yeah, cruise yeah. i love yeah, that another movie. grisham another yeah. grisham yeah, yeah. Um, grisham's are uh, great of you uh, time to kill again, time to kill yeah which yep. is fantastic oh and of course bloody hell jfk the ending of yeah. jfk you know that that speech at the end is fantastic oh. um oh and and, and, and amistad as well which of course we were mm -hmm. talking about the other day that's yep. a, the whole thing's about a legal case um, so those films are all great and I love them and I can watch them happily and not, you know, not, uh, not get annoyed, but if it's British, you know, forget it. <laughs> you'll just, you'll just hear me muttering from miles away. <laughs> John, do you like this stuff? I think you do. I mean, I like the stuff, but I have no, like, I'm not a lawyer. I'm not in the legal right. field, so <laughs> I, I don't look at it that, at that lens. I mean, no, I we're blissfully ignorant. Yeah. I mean, I watch tons of <laughs> things a lot and of shake things. my head at how you know that would never happen but you know not specifically with legal stuff i enjoy yeah the genre 
um, all the movies oh, you yeah. just mentioned and more. Yeah, I, I love it. So yeah, um, and when he said Perry Mason, I also Matlock. I loved yeah. Matlock growing up. It's like I, I love Perry Mason, but Matlock to me was the one that was like, oh, if you like this, go watch Perry Mason because that came yeah. before me. So then you'd watch the old Perry Masons, but then Matlock and you just those one hour shows, especially where they wrap the whole thing up in an hour. But you knew at the end, you're like, there was going to be a big reveal, like Discovery or something like, haha, and they entrap you into saying what you were right. actually. It's great. I love that well, stuff. And there's only like three types of scripted drama anyway, right? Like it's either a hospital show, a cop show, or a legal show. Right. And so if you <laughs> cut two out, of, if you cut two out of the three out, there's not a whole lot left for you. You're watching a whole lot of medical shows. <laughs> and if I was a doctor, I'd probably be like shaking my head at all of those shows too. So <laughs> actually, I've just realized uh, there, I should have said. How can I not have mentioned? Frankly, there is an American TV show from the late 80s early 90s that that could be the reason i'm a lawyer la and law i did what that would have that's exactly it. yeah la law yeah yeah yeah. yeah 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 the, the the one thing with the turning around of the tie you know yeah. what color was the tie that right. i mean it just yeah, oh it was lampooned i think in the simpsons i think it was <laughs> yeah. but uh right. yeah no i love that show i mean i was my cousin Vinny. chat oh yeah, I love <laughs> my <Yeah>. cousin Vinny. <laughs> See, you should watch have i know i have asked you john many times have you ever seen steve have you seen the show psych no okay if you get a chance watch it if you can find oh. it um it i love it it's uh and it has uh corbin bernson in it he plays the father okay, of yeah, the so kid no, no, yeah and he and there's a line in it um, they open every episode with a flashback to the eighties when the kid was supposed to be growing up. And basically the premise of this show is the kid who's played by, um, oh man, I watch it all the time. I forget his name. Um, anyways, the main character, uh, Sean Spencer, he's been trained by his dad because he has like this, like really, uh, photogenic memory. Like he walks in a room and he can, me he just memorizes everything and his son, his dad trained him. It's almost to the point, like as you watch the, all the episodes, it's like almost to the point of child abuse. Like the things he did to his kid, it's so funny because he's like forcing him, like how many hats are in the room? And then he has to close his eyes and guess how many hats are in the room. And he'll be like this kid over here, this, because he's training him. So anyways, the opening episode, he says, like, he solved a case, and they're like, how did you know this? They think he did it, and he's like, um, I'm psychic. So that's the premise of the show. So the rest of the show is just him being a really good detective. But Corbin Bernson, in one of the training things, is the the little kid, Sean Spencer, is like, oh, I love this. And he's like, no, no, it's just a fad, kind of like L.A. Law. And he says that, and but <laughs> but it's like the whole show, I if you like, you know, dramas, comedies, mm. And, you know, kind of like a legal thriller type thing, because there's a little bit of that in there, but it's more like a murder every week and they solve it. That's what this is. And it, it tons of flashbacks to the 80s. I can't recommend it enough. I love mm -hmm. that. Absolutely oh, love that show. Oh, Watched it with my kids. It's great. And I'll, I, I will have to. Yeah, I'll look that up. Seek I'll give that, that out. I've told Joe, the, uh, for, Joe, John for like many years. <laughs> yeah, you have. It's, I know. It's on my list. <laughs> but the um, the other one that springs to mind as well, whilst I've just been thinking about that, is the courtroom scene in Airplane 2. 
Yep. That is just, I absolutely love that. That, uh, what was it, Doctor? Could you give us an impression, your impression of Mr. Striker? He goes, no, my training, he goes, I don't do impressions. My training's in psychiatry. And he's, I mean, I, and as he's walking, you can hear it like the footsteps go through water and leaves. And oh, it's just, it's very, very funny. Um, oh. but yeah, there we go. So, uh, so yeah. Yeah. James Roday. That's what it is. It just came to me. James Roday. Did somebody say? <laughs> Making sure nobody said it. Yep. Nobody said it. James Roday plays Sean Spencer. Um, so, all right. Uh, you want to read the next one, Steve? Uh, Neil's one? Yep. Yep. Okay. So this was a YouTube comment on the Oscar and the home theater experience episode from, uh, from, it just says Neil. Um, it yep. says, um, I put this episode on in the car during a long drive from the Inverness area in Scotland to take my wife to hospital in Edinburgh. Uh, she's never listened to you guys before, and to my surprise, it got her reminiscing about topics on your show, such as tape cassettes and old TVs. It passed the time for our road trip. Keep up the great work, and I look forward to hearing about DJ's new home theatre. So there we go. We, I tell you what, we're branching out. We've had yeah. London comments, Scotland yeah, comments. Scotland. We are... We yeah. are on our way. Very uh, much international. Oh, we <laughs> are international. I got to... Uh, in the next couple weeks i gotta schedule it we got a big one coming up for a takeover tuesday we are big time international i'm super excited i can't wait to tell everybody but i just want once it happens i'll i'll bring it out but it's it's a big one um but yeah i i showed this one to my wife i was like i, I hope his wife i hope neil's wife's okay you had to take her to hospital <laughs> like, right. and they're like and this is the story <laughs> i hope everything's okay it's like a long drive to the hospital i'm like hey oh yeah. the highlight was us <laughs> that's not good <laughs> yeah well let's hope we didn't put her into a coma no otherwise we're gonna <laughs> yeah. feel really really bad <laughs> i thought i was in pain before uh but no that's that's so cool when you hear stuff like that really appreciate mm. that so um all right here's the uh the one from jonathan so it says safe listening levels Hi, I have not heard a lot of in-depth discussion on the pod about listening levels. I know that DJ li listens at reference level. Not sure about Steve or John. I generally listen to 4K Blu-rays between 8, minus 8 and minus 10. My stream, my system is calibrated to reference. On older discs, I may go to about minus 5. I don't really understand how you can listen at full reference level. It just seems it would be painfully loud. More importantly, my question is around safe listening levels. I am always concerned that listening too loud can damage my and others hearing. I have sat watching movies holding a sound level meter to check the sound levels. Do you guys ever worry about this? DJ, do you think listening at reference level is safe for your hearing? Or are you not concerned about this? <laughs> Throw it out the window. Sorry. He what? listens at full <laughs> reference because he has ruined his hearing already. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that, yeah, exactly. Um, I will tell you, um, my wife doesn't like it at reference level in my room. Um, I like it. My son likes it. Um, it's my son... Uh, he won't watch video games at reference level, but there is no such thing as reference level on video games. Just like there's no such thing as reference level on music, right? You can't, there's no arbitrary number that you can set and dictate. Um, movies are one of the only, and, and that's what I find great about it, is the only one where they, you know it's like set and calibrated to this so that different discs, some are louder. Like um, Westworld, very loud. 
So I actually dial that back about my, about five. I go to about minus five because it is, it's, it's insanely loud. Um, but to his point about the meter, the, the sound pressure meter, right? I, I've done that many, many times over the 30 years. Um, John and I both had the Radio Shack sound presser meters and you'd sit there and you'd, you'd calibrate your room. Um, that's how, I mean, we, there was no room EQ wizard. There was no Odyssey back then. You literally did it. You sat still, told everybody in the house to be quiet and you, and you balanced out everything. Then once you got there, you would run a scene and be like, okay, what am I at? And you would, and that was with, you know, the old fashioned analog sound pressure meter right now we have our phones you can do this stuff you can use anything and if you're running at about an average of about like i said 85 normal conversation i'll sit in my room with everything running at le reference level and when two people are talking you know what it says on my phone P two people talking average conversation sound when a big scene comes up it might go jet engine or something you know what i mean it'll give you that those different sounds so i yes i am getting those peak sounds but that's not damaging to hearing when you just if you peek out at something and come back down now if you go to a concert that's excessively do that night after night after night that's excessively loud for a long time um my room i and I, I said to jonathan i emailed him back i gave him an explanation um pretty much this explanation and i said if you're ever in the area and i say this to anybody if you're in the area and you want to experience it i think you would be very surprised because um i wasn't always able to run at reference level okay so I used to try and it hurt, but it was as I added more treatments, as I increased the amount of treatment at the back of my room, at the front of my room, those two areas are really what enabled me to get there. And it, it actually quieted the house to my point of what I made earlier. Like the more speakers you have, the quiet, it actually got quieter in the house. The bass got a little bit louder, but it got cleaner. So it wasn't like that overall IMAX, boom, 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 which I used to have playing throughout the house. Now it's not nearly like that at all. Room's still the same, like attached to the house, but it is quieter. Uh, sitting in the room, I can run at reference level now. I used to run at minus 15 before I put all my treatments in. And it was, and if I bumped it to 10, just like you guys, I'd be like, oh, that's too much now it's it's not like that at all and it's not a matter of like what john said like a lot of people might be thinking well dj's just losing his hearing i'm like no the sound pressure meter was saying is saying the same things all the time it's always right around that's where it should be so whether i'm losing my hearing or not that's that's not going to change so that's i i think a lot of it i mean av rent stresses it all the time and they should because I think a lot of people forget and they neglect room treatments. It's the most, it is the most important thing you can have um, for good sound. Almost above and beyond the actual speakers themselves. Because if you don't have good room treatments, you're not getting the actual spe speaker. You're getting the reverberations around the room and that's muddying and cre creating more volume for you, which makes it more difficult. Um, I gave a description in an email. It might've been Jonathan, um, recently, um, when we're in our rooms, 
and these sound treatments, what we're trying to replicate is say an average of 85 dB with that same system set up from that same listening distance in the middle of a field, no walls. So when that speaker plays, the sound goes to you and that's it. So if you want that sound to pan, that speaker does its thing and then the rear speaker picks it up behind you and you think it panned. But that noise that came from that front speaker, that sound wave went by you and kept on going, right? That, and so if you can get that same room from that same distance, your speaker's that same 10, 12 feet away and all around, whatever, and you're in the middle of a giant field, you'll get that same feel. And that's what we're trying to replicate. It's the fact that you're taking that loud sound from 10 feet away in front of you and it hits the back wall and now it's coming back at you at the same time as the, as the rear channels trying to make it seem like a pan. It, it, you're still going to get the feel, but it's going to feel a lot louder and you're not going to be able to turn it up because now you're just sending bigger sound waves at you, more sound waves at you, right? So there's a lot at play here. And I, I, all I can say is, well, a lot, but... um room treatments so um you have steve you don't have a lot of room treatments right no no i mean i've got i've got sound boards on the walls anyway so that's all been kind of it's there but i don't have separate ones no no um you know it's not been an issue i've not detected it as a problem and bearing in mind again i had it installed so what they that was all set up i had a sound engineer do all that so that was all set up by someone with uh you know doing all the work that they needed to do so it's got its own unique things and it's got very thick carpets it's got you know all this kind of stuff it has some things there but no not not any not any independent stuff on the walls or anything like that i i must admit um but i haven't detected it as a big issue i haven't had a you know not not seen that that or heard that that's a problem um but it's something i could do but i i right you know, it's it's one of those things I'm, i might get to it eventually but i'm you know but I'm, you don't you're not it, missing anything like you physically no, well, think like thing. you're like i'm great with how it is and that's that's fine mm. that's fine yeah and it's like you know and everything's localized the sound moves beautifully i don't mm-hmm. i haven't had you know vibrations or, or sensed any muddying of the sound quite the opposite really um so i how it sounds is what i like i it, and and so i think yep. if i mess with that the danger is you you you, you fix something that to me doesn't sound broken. broke yeah yeah and so you know but i get that and i and i've had people um mentioned to me about it before but it's like you know yeah only online no one that's actually been in there everyone that's in there's like oh, 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 oh. This yeah is great so oh, yeah it's, uh, you know it's it's fine but i yeah i i get it and it's it's one of those things that i've i've thought about occasionally but i'm i, I don't think i'm going to do it anytime soon um just unless it becomes a problem over time if, right if i you know if i if i sense that the sound changing then i might look into yeah. that but for now it's it's all right but again i've a smaller room as well of course that's your other thing um but, you know, there yeah. it is. But again, with equalization, that should all be the same. But the yeah. important thing for you and anybody is just enjoy what, like you said earlier, enjoy what you have. Don't feel like, if you don't feel like you're missing out, don't worry about it. It's a, But the problem yeah. lies in that they know there's more there. Like there's more volume on them. How do I get, why can't I get there? So people are like, why, why would you do that? It, it mm. can't be done. And so people tell me, you can't do that. People have emailed me and said in the past, early on, you can't do that. It can't be going that way. I mean, Tommy Andrew says it. Nobody listens at reference level. I'm like, I do all the time. <laughs> I'm like, but it's like, but it can be done. 
but just especially now with the um, dynamic EQ, you can. I mean, you're probably running. I don't know if your Yamaha has that, but you're 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 getting everything that you want to get. So that's not yeah. a problem. You know, I'm I love what I'm getting. And if you want to try to get there, all I can tell you is what do what I did. It's like you just got to add more room treatment so you can get there. And I think you could. And if you happen to be in the area, hit me up. I'll give you a demo and you'll be like, oh, wow. Or you'll be like, DJ's all wrong. He's deaf as a doornail. <laughs> I was like, we'll find out. <laughs> Tune in next week. <laughs> John, what do you listen um, at? I listen at reference level when I'm alone, you know, when I'm able. Right. Um, for the most part, even alone, there's certain, because again, I'm in a different situation where I use my theater for everything that I watch. Right. So certain things are louder than others. So there's certain streamers. AMC is one that's like super loud. So yeah. I'll, I'll knock it back a bit if I'm watching something there. But my wife, again, doesn't like reference level. So I'm generally hmm. at about minus 10 to minus 12 um, when we're just uh, together right. watching things. But if I'm alone, I crank it up for, you know, reference level and um, I go to town. So, yeah. But you and, have, you know, again, and I've yeah. mentioned this many times before. I have far from the ideal room. Um, I am not like 100% satisfied with what I get in my room. I do the best I can with what I have. Um, I would love to be able to have a dedicated room, but I don't. So, there's no sound treatments other than drapes and throw rugs and furniture, which are sound treatments. And, yeah. you know, but you also right. have space. Your room is small. It's very wide open space yes. and it's hardwood floors and it's, you know, lots of reflection points all over the place. But um, I do what I can with, you know, again, with what I have. And it's good. You yeah. know, again, it's not, uh, it's not my, uh, it, uh, you know, it's not my end game if I could help it, but it is what I have. So, right. But you, like, in lieu of room treatments, the amount of space you have behind all of your speakers and everything, that's, that's <clears throat> in a way, that you're getting closer to that in the field kind of thing, right? Because the sound's right. not necessarily coming right back at you as fast. Right. Your speakers are closer to you than all your walls are, whereas most of us, even right. in a dedicated room, our speakers are right where the walls are. So that's a tight competition. Right. You have... Maybe you don't have absorption, but it is further away. In one direction, it goes literally down the hall, like into a kitchen. Yeah, it goes right. You're right, losing it goes all everything. The way. Yeah. So your big loss there is the base, which you've worked right. really hard at correcting. But right. that's where you, you know, you need more power. But I think your pans and everything, and the the action you're getting from your your base speakers and your overheads is probably pretty it's damn close to what you should have. It's very clear. It's very defined. It, it is the base where, you know, even after everything I've done, it's still not <laughs> where I think it should be. But, um, but yeah, my Atmos, the sound, uh, the pans, the separation is great, you know. Yeah. And again, I don't have optimal placement even of my overhead speakers or, you know, everything is workarounds to ceiling fans, you know, just things yeah. that are in the way and, you know, keep it from being ideal. But, um, you know, like I said, I, but, you know, like you always say, EQ takes care of a lot of that stuff. You know, even if they're not in the perfect spots, it jacks up the volume of one, lowers the volume of the other. Right. You know, it, it tries to keep it, um, 
you know, where it needs to be, but it, it's challenging for sure. Yeah. Uh, but reference level all the way when I can. So. Yeah. And you bring up a great point too. It's like reference level is great for discs, for physical right. media. Everything else, it's an open, you know, it's like the Wild West. Like you said, AMC's as loud as can be, HBO Max might be this, and Disney Plus might be this. It's, that's, you really, the only thing you can use reference level for there is to see how far off it is from the disc. Really, is what it is. And it's like, like we say all the time with streaming, you're like, oh, you got to bump it up Hell, about 5 I'll say sometimes I'm plus 5, plus 7 right. on some of those streamers. Yep. Um, same here to get to reference yeah. level so. and th that's what's nice about having that reference level and but you can still use that i've had that conversation with multiple listeners like if i pump pump it plus five you can do the same as long as you have a consistent number that you like if you're always listening to minus 10 on a disc every disc is going you're going to be able to grade the discs just like i do because you're you know that's the consistent sound that you get so if it's not as loud you know, like a Ragnarok disc, you're going to be like, wow, I got to bump that up a little bit. I might go to minus five on this disc where I'd go to plus five. Right? right. So it's like, I mean, that, you know, you can still do all that. You're not missing anything. And don't, I don't think like if, if it hurts in your room, you really aren't missing anything. You're getting everything. It's just coming back. at So you got to dial that back. And now you're probably getting what I'm getting in my room. I, I would think, you know, especially if you have like a dynamic EQ or something. So, uh, but it, it's great question. So, and it comes up all the time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see a uh, quick one. Another quick one from Jonathan. I'll say Banshees of Inishirin. Yeah. Uh, he heard Rob talking about it on AV rant. Rob really liked it as well. Uh, it is just a great movie. And he said, uh, Jonathan mentioned it is a great film. It's a little dark, <laughs> Uh, for his typical taste. But one of the things he did like was that uh, um, the creepy old witch <laughs> hanging out, hanging yeah. around, which I, I mentioned okay. back to him. I thought that was fantastic. It was a great add to the movie that until he had just said that, I'm like, I didn't even think about that. You don't even need that character, right? Because right. if she's not in there, it's still a great movie. The story's still the same. But you just, it's just that little bit extra, it added more color to the movie, more, a little bit more to that movie. I just thought it was really good. So, um, but he is going to see Under the Bridges. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You realize, DJ, if we don't explain that, there's going to be people like searching Amazon for Under, yeah, the, bridges under the Bridges and wondering what the hell we're on about. <laughs> what is it? it? How do you say it? In, in Bruges? In Bruges? In Bruges. Yeah, in Bruges. Bruges? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah what yeah. does that mean? It, it's Bruges is the name of the place. Oh, oh, okay. So they are in Bruges. It's in Belgium. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't. So know. It's a, it's I a haven't city. seen it yet. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So literally, they are in Bruges. The whole the whole film takes place in Bruges. Oh, so nice. that's what it's for. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, John, you yeah. want to read the uh, next one? Yeah, Van Gogh uh, comments also on uh, Banshees of Inisherin. Inisherin, not sure. Uh, great podcast. Jay is my real name. I use in my email, and Van Gogh is my YouTube name. I want to expand on the question you answered. Do you think we are getting the best audio with the receivers, like with Neural X? Do you think we will get anything better, like DJ said, speakers in the floor? Um. <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure. I think we're getting the best sound we can get with today's technology. Um, right? Yeah. Uh, 
I mean, we don't know what tomorrow brings. So, well, I mean, if Steve, when they do do one in the floor, DJ, you're going to be the one that says, "Hang about, I should have patented that." Because no. you've been talking about in floor audio forever. Right. Well, I said it. I said it with Carl on Tuesday. I'm like, yeah, in Tuesday's podcast. Because I'm like, in people have said that a lot of like what you just said, Steve. Like, oh, DJ thought of that a while ago. No, DJ didn't think of it. DJ just it was deduction. There's nothing right. left. Right. It's the, the only, only level left. not covered. <laughs> it's like I'm I'm not a genius. It's the only. Well, okay, we got them here. We got them here. Where else can we go? Oh, down there. Okay. Um, I do think they are coming. I mean, I, I keep people send me diagrams all the time of new content that or new uh, codecs that are going to have floor speakers. Well, whether it's from Trinov or Storm or something, there the higher ends are exploring it and putting out media saying that, oh, look at this, and it, people notice that. So I do think someday we will get that. Um, like I said, I talked to it a little bit about it with uh, Carl the other day, but it's. I think we will get something better someday. Um, I, I, because that's, that's just the nature. Nobody just, you know, like, uh, the conversation I had with Travis and he's like, I'm done, right? He gets in his new projector and he's done in home theater. He'll, well, maxed out. And I was like, I'll take that bet because right. the nature, it, it's always improving. It's like, that would be like saying a company said, we just invented our best like if jvc said we're out we just did the best projector ever we're done no more well how are they going to make money now right. everybody's trying to make money everybody's pushing the envelope everybody wants to do something better we will get better sound we will get better picture somehow some way we ways we don't know yet and that's what i mean back in the 80s we had no idea what 4k was Right. Never well, we mind. Had top of the line in the eighties. Like there's always a top of the line. Right. right. Exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. So I mean until there's not. Yeah. Or, or until something else becomes it. Right. It is getting harder and harder to to advance though, because we're getting past the point of perception. So right. uh, but there will be something. So and if it's not, they'll make it up and we'll think it's better. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh all right. Uh Let's go through a uh, recap. Uh, oh, this. Oh, and this is Jonathan again. I'm just going to recap this quick. Uh, Jonathan, C-Den Cinema Viewings this past weekend. Banshees of Inishirin, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, 4K disc. Growing up, Indiana Jones was his hero. Uh, had not seen Crystal Skull since the theatrical release of 08. Decided to give it 15, <laughs> go 15 years later. Unfortunately, it's as awful as I remember. <laughs> yeah. uh, so he's he, hard to believe spielberg directed this direct <laughs> uh he said that on the plus side the disc looked amazing with fantastic detail soundtrack was great and of course the music is classic so uh dc league of super pets watch this on hbo max with his son entertaining enough to mostly keep his attention uh 4k stream looked really good but on disc, it would have been better, poppier colors. Atmos track was fine for a stream, but it can never match what it would be on a disc. Uh, Chernobyl 4K Blu-ray uh, in HBO miniseries. He had watched this through twice. Uh, best, He thinks it's the best series show ever made. Uh, watched on the stream the first two times and now watching on disc. Uh, 
visually it's a difficult review for me because it's intentionally made to look dull gray depressed etc and it's a lot of darkness smoke rain i didn't necessarily think the visuals were a big leap from the stream but the sound was amazing it's a dts master audio in the first two episodes during the aftermath of the explosion there is an a consistent loud atmospheric humming throughout the soundtrack it came through amazing on the disc and really added to the scenes so great uh, great breakdown there of chernobyl jonathan really liked that um i started that series with my wife uh she couldn't stay on so i didn't but i want to finish it and honestly right now the only thing i'm waiting for is i'm hoping it drops on kaleidoscape soon in the 4k because it's not right now it's just in hd it's excellent but yeah. You know, it's not one that you go on at what like I wouldn't know that I've even would watch it three times. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I yeah, know. I wouldn't I wouldn't spend a lot of extra money on the four K either. I mean Jonathan's absolutely right. It's it's right. it's been shot to look like a Soviet era right series. I mean it's right. supposed to look a bit rubbish. So the, I can't imagine four K is gonna change that at all. Um, right. so it might be one that if it's just available in ten eighty P just spring for that. Um but well, then yeah, I'd get the I, upgrade I, anyways when it came it. out. <laughs> yeah, well, quite. I, 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 yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I'm not sure I'd rush back to watch it again. I think I'll be like you, John. It was, it was, it was gripping. Yeah, and, right. and I'm, you know, and I learned something whilst watching it, but it's also very depressing. Yeah, and so I'm not entirely <laughs> certain. I want to kind of put myself through that again if I can avoid it. Right. Um, yeah, it's one of those. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a very. Um, well, he had just finished League of Super Pets, so he had to bring himself right, back down. He had to bring himself down. <laughs> yeah, and I watched it on uh, HBO Max as well, and yeah, uh, you know, I found it the quality to be fine there. Um, again, I'm sure sound is much improved on disc, but visually, yeah, it probably doesn't change much. Yeah. So. Uh, last comment. Uh, did you guys see this on Twitter? Mark mm -hmm. V yeah, and the Billy, Billy Idol. Idol. <laughs> I, I, I just want, I only threw it in here because I thought that was great. I did. I had never heard of that. So for people listening that have don't know what we're talking about, Mark V tweeted out that um, Billy Idol was up for the role uh, that Robert Patrick got of the term, the T-1000 in right. Terminator 2. And they, he had a couple of pictures with it. And the one, the one thing that kept going through my mind with that is I don't think it would have worked. Because the idea of the T-1000 was that it could, like, he could be anybody, right? And even, the, like, Robert Patrick looked like an everyman. That's why he didn't look like Schwarzenegger. He wasn't that big, beefy. He didn't stick out. Billy Idol doesn't look like everyman. It's like, he, right. you know, like, what are you going to dress him yeah, but down? you don't know whether he would have dyed his hair and whether yeah. he would have, you know, had it all slicked down. I mean, you know, you depending on light, as we've said before, depending on lighting and hairstyle yeah. and and everything else i mean having said that there's a reason he wasn't chosen um but you know so so you know you'd think that that could be made to look threatening i suppose and in, in right. that way but um yeah cameron chose wisely <laughs> yeah oh yeah yeah so but yeah i thought that was it i had never heard that before so mm. i thought that was pretty cool yeah. pretty cool all right we ready to get to 4ks for the week mm -hmm. All right, coming February 14th. Uh, hmm, not a lot. 
not a lot. They know everybody is going to be out celebrating, right? Out having dinner, right? Not can't afford to buy movies, including us. Right? Yes, that is right. I made my not uh, all together. Not all together. Not all together. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> we spend enough time on the bus bench. <laughs> um, yeah, we got my. I got my reservation. We had to make reservations at our favorite restaurant that's serving prime rib. So nice. Got mine, sir. Reserved. Mm. I might reserve two. Uh, <laughs> I tried to get a table at McDonald's, but they wouldn't. Uh, they weren't taking reservations. It's such a not pain. at the time. No, oh, that's no, too bad. It's crazy. I had to go to three restaurants to get a reservation because I waited too long. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that stinks. And it's already. It was already like nine days before Valentine's Day. Wow. <laughs> so. I did get one though. Burger so I'm, King? I'm not going to be dead. No. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to be dead. <laughs> uh, wow. Next bus bench just got shorter. That's uh, right. It's done the two. Some, somebody didn't get John's their reservation dead. in a time. Yeah. Um, oh, oh uh, Carl on the live chat is asking if it's vegan prime rib, DJ. <laughs> no. no way. No. no I, I eat meat. Real meat. <laughs> the bloodier, the better. <laughs> John knows. That's how I order it. I do. Every yeah. time I go out, they order. They ask it, me as rare as possible. It's the best it, answer. Do you do you call it blue over there? So if you say we so the don't, rarest no, thing is, up is in blue, Montreal they blue. do. In Montreal, yeah, when I go okay. to Montreal with the hockey team, it's like the running joke. I'm the only one on the team that eats it that way. But they're like, "Are you going to get it blue?" Watch it, guys that haven't gone up with us before. Watch what he orders. I'll get a prime rib on uh, Saturday night after our, our, all our games are done, and then we just go home the next morning. Um, and I order my prime rib, and they're like, "Watch what he get!" And it literally—it's like raw inside. It's just—I get it pretty rare too, and even I can't—I can't handle that. <laughs> I, I had a—I had a friend once who uh, who routinely, when he's asked in a restaurant, you know, how do you want your steak? He says, "Pull the horns off, wipe its ass, and stick it on the plate." Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah pretty much. Uh, but, a good yeah. vet can have it walking in a few minutes. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my buddy used to say, "Oh, you want to see the marks where the jockey was hitting it?" Yeah, which is a horse. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, but that's what he used to say. He's like, he had a restaurant, but yeah, I love. Oh, uh, yeah, no vegan for me. There used to be a just because there used to be when we used to visit um, Braintree when we used to stay there. So South Boston, wasn't it? We used to. That's where we used to visit when we came over after I'd been there in '98. And we used to stay there because it was a Motel 6. And we'd stay there, and then there's a Best Buy literally across the road. And then there was – but next to the Motel 6 was a steakhouse. And, it, you know, in the U.S., you guys have steaks that you just cannot get here. I mean, they, they, did, a, they did a steak that was, you know, yeah. a foot long. Well, you you're in the land of excess. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, you could cut the steak with a credit card. You could yeah. have as many fries as you wanted, as many as like as much salad and blue cheese dressing as you wanted, for all for about fifteen bucks. Right. It was incredible. It right. Never had steak like it. Yeah. <laughs> and and at the back of the restaurant was a slaughter like, was was the butcher slaughter thing. You know, literally yeah. the cows would come in the back and then they'd serve them at the front. Uh, oh. So again, they just don't do that here. <laughs> no. No, my buddy when he had his restaurant, they asked him if he wanted any fresh veal at the at the convent in town in Franklin. And he said, "Yeah, come and pick it up." So he's like, "I live he was my neighbor growing up." He's like, "Oh, let's go. We're going to get some fresh veal." He had a, a Toyota 4Runner. We're driving back to his restaurant with Norman in the back. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a live calf. 
Doesn't get any fresher. <laughs> Doesn't get any fresher. We had to bring it to our butcher, Butchie, his name is Butchie, Butchie, and have it quartered. I was like, that was the worst drive of my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I was like, I love it. animals, but it's yeah. so delicious. But when they're so cute, you're like, Ugh. Yeah. But I was eating Nelson Norman later that night. Nelson. Uh, Nelson. Not Nelson. Yeah, we named him. That was Norman from City Slickers, right? The right. N- name of the yeah, little calf. Yeah. yeah. Norman. Uh, anyways, right. uh, February 14th, we got the Fablemans 4K 2022. And we have the uh, Strange World disc from Disney coming Disney. both yeah. in a standard 4K release and a Steelbook release. Hmm. And that's it, guys. That's all you got to watch. Then you can get out to your dinners. Nice. All right. <laughs> um, I've seen Strange World. I thought it was very boring indeed. Very really? Poor for Disney. I haven't yeah. seen oh, it. Yeah. Gosh. <laughs> it's 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 dull as dishwater. Very, very dull. It's, it's such you haven't a seen my dishwater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well apparently it's got calves floating in it. Um but <laughs> <Mormon. laughs> That was quick. I like that. <laughs> It, uh, but yeah, no. I, I, Strange World is not worth picking up. If you, if you, anyone wants my view, not that they care, but you know, anyone listening, Strange World is very disappointing. Watch it on Disney Plus first. Don't go buying the 4K disc blind. It, it's not great, and yeah. I've got a pretty good tolerance for animated stuff. But it's it's very by the numbers. Um, I'm sorry to say, you know, I thought it was going to be great, but yeah, it's not great. Yeah. No, oh, okay. I won't be buying that it, one. It bombed. It bombed in the theaters. It yeah, did it? rightly so. Rightly yeah. so. Uh, you can see why. Ooh, okay. Mm, that's too bad. Downer. Downer. All right. Welcome back to the bright side. <laughs> All right. Like there you go. Says. Exactly. All right. Um, well, that's it for 4K for Tuesday the 14th. Uh, let's move on to our real ht experiences um john uh steve why don't you go first but we'll save your first one for last because i'm thinking okay. show title uh yeah yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> so why don't you go with your forever. second one since yeah john and okay, i each have like three okay so this one's called um over here it's called eight for silver which was the original title of the film but it's not over there it was released as cursed um, which is a, surprisingly enough, it's a horror film, um, which is only available on Blu-ray as far as I know, and that includes over there. I don't know whether you guys have got that on Kaleidoscape or not, but it's only in, it's only Blu-ray as, everywhere as far as I know. Um, it's a 2021 film, sorry, 2020 it was shot, released in 2021, um, a gothic werewolf movie, and it's great. Um, so very, very atmospheric, really kind of creepy. It's got a, um, yeah. uh, Boyd Holbrook is in it doing a very creditable mm. English accent. It has to be said. Um, and it's, it's really good, a really fun Gothic yeah. horror film. Um, a bit like sleepy hollow. If you've removed all the jokes, you know, it's, it's <laughs> just, it's a proper kind of old school thing and it's really good. Um, and in terms of the home theater side of it, now bear in mind, it's only 1080p. Um, So, of course, lots of fog, lots of, you know, dark scenes, but it handles it okay. It still looks very nice. I put some pictures up on Twitter um, just for Omar, as always. Um, And uh, so those are up on there. So if you want to have a little look at that, it's worth seeing. But the audio is very nice indeed. And I I upmixed it to Neuralex, surprise, surprise. Um, But there's a lovely little bit in the first maybe 10 minutes. There is a very cool scene where 
and I, the, the, you've got a character who is the mother who is downstairs in this big old uh, sort of gothic house mansion. There are kids playing upstairs, and she shouts out to the kids and says, come on down, come down. And the kids are, are can be heard in the front left upper part of the speaker or of the room, as it were, and you can hear them run diagonally over the screen right to the rear right, they then come down and come back into the room. And so you get this incredible hemispheric sound, and then they come into the room behind you. And I've not heard that in Neuralex before. That's not just a, we'll right. throw a sound into the upper speed. This has a whole pan to it. It's really clever. I, I played it back about four or five times because I thought, am I hearing something? But no, it, it, it does it each time. It's really, really clever. Um, and there are some great things during it. You know, you've got the usual wolf howls and you've got gunshots and stuff going off. But I really recommend this. If you're a horror fan, I know you guys sometimes are. Um it is uh, it is really worth seeing. It's it's quite graphic. It's quite gory as well. It's got all the usual stuff, but it's uh, yeah, it's really decent. Any luck finding that? Deej, is that on Kaleidoscape? Have you been looking? It's not on Kaleidoscape. It wow. is out on Blu-ray over here. Yeah, uh, you've had it longer than we have. We, we yeah, it came out May tenth. It came out May tenth. It's from uh, Decal Releasing. That's why it's not on Kaleidoscape. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called oh. The Cursed. Uh, you can find yeah. it, mm-hmm. and it's selling new on Amazon for. Uh, from as low as six ninety six, or oh, uh, standard price is twelve ninety nine. Yeah. Still doesn't sound bad, um, no. but yeah, it is. It is available. So yeah, that, that does sound interesting, though. The sound. Yeah, I mean, this, that sound. That, I've bought that worse bit for sound. Was great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, quite. Yeah. It's fun. It's really fun. I, I really enjoyed cool. it. And again, if you want to see some of the pictures, I've stuck it up on my Twitter feed. Um, and they, you know, it's it, it's really well done. Um, so yeah, definitely recommend that. Yeah. And that, that idea that Neural X gets back to the, what Van Gool said earlier, or Jay, uh, his real name, uh, when he asked <laughs> about different sound and stuff. And we've talked about this on the podcast before. It's like, like when we get these older movies that come out now, they come out with DTSX or they come out with Atmos. Is it really just been remixed or are they doing the Neural X thing on their end and putting it on the disc? You know what I mean? Taking the five mm-hmm. one and up mixing it just with that their own neural X version and putting it on the disc and then calling it DTSX or Atmos. And then we get it on our end because like you said, with this movie, it's like neural X or even Dolby surround it's, they, they up mix so well to utilize your entire room to move those sounds, which is exactly what object base is supposed to do. Anyways, they're still moving it. It sounds really good. It's very, it's getting more and more, you know, harder to discern the difference between a real Atmos disc and an upmixed, a good upmixed version, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Well, this, this one particularly does it. As I say, this, this, yeah. I mean, there cool. are lots of different scenes, but that one in particular was great. Yeah. Really like that. Cool. All right, John, next. All right, yeah, so this is my non-tweak slash new experience. Oh, um, I know. I was ex- yeah. I'm was. i excited for this. So I watched Star Trek Into Darkness in 3D. So um, for those that don't know, the AWOL projector uh, got a 3D update a couple months back. Um, and I'm not a 3D guy. I think it's gimmicky, and it's not really my thing. But I have this capability 
So I figured I might as well at least experience it. <laughs> hey, um, the mountains and, there, and, you got to climb it, right? <laughs> and I've, I've heard uh, from multiple sources regarding this pr- particular projector that the 3D is handled very, very well. Hmm. So, um, so I, I found some 3D glasses on Amazon. Um, mom says, what do you want for your birthday? I send her a link. Lo and behold, I've got some 3D glasses. So, um, oh yeah, happy watched, birthday! That was like a yeah, couple weeks ago. Couple Sorry, weeks, buddy. A couple oh, weeks back. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. texted yeah. you that day. No too. worries. I wasn't fishing for happy birthdays, but um, <laughs> but I didn't want to pay for these. Gla- like I also didn't want to buy myself the glasses because I probably won't use them a lot. But right. I'll happily get them as a birthday gift. So, um, so I don't own a lot of 3D movies, but Star Trek Into Darkness is one that I had, and I thought that just the nature of that type of movie, Star Trek space explosions, flying around, you know, in debris fields and things would be great for 3D. Um, I didn't find it so, though. So either the projector does not do 3D very well, or the film wasn't executed in 3D very well, or I did something else wrong, but I did not really find the experience to be that, great uh in 3d um it it didn't really feel like there was a lot of separation and things popping off the screen um um, and i did to the point where i even had to check and switched out the glasses i was using and stopped and you know tried some different things to make sure i was even getting 3d um so i will go back to the drawing board and try out i've got two or three other movies that um that i own that i'll i'll check out uh before i kind of walk away from this uh because like i said i'm not going to go out of my way to buy more 3d movies right or or anything like that uh that all being said um star trek 2 gets kind of gets the bad rap as being the worst of the the three star trek movies really um i love that actually i watched it again and i i actually really enjoyed it um you know benedict cumberbatch's take is not the same as ricardo montalban but um (laughs) you know I thought it was actually serviceable, and it was. I really enjoyed the movie itself. I I just was a little disappointed with the 3D experience. So, um, I I can't pinpoint whether it was equipment or movie or user error until I play with it some more. But um, yeah. So that was uh my tweak slash. That's a uh, great experience. one. Yeah, for mm. the week. Uh, it it was a, it was a post conversion, so it wasn't yeah. it wasn't shot in 3D, which right. is always a bit of a a gamble, right. isn't it? Yeah. Um, funny enough, I, I watched something in 3D that I haven't seen. I mean, I haven't watched anything in 3D for years. I've got right. over 200 3D oh, okay. Blu-rays, yeah. and yet I, you know, I used to be all in on it. One of the mm-hmm. reasons I bought the TV I've got now, as I've said before, is for 3D. Right. And um, I wanted to watch, uh, or had occasion to watch with someone, um, uh, uh, an IMAX documentary on Egypt and the mummies. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, oh, and, and this uh, this person had been studying it, and I thought, do you know what? Great idea. I've Let's got do 3D. a disc right. and it's in 3D. So now I've got the chance to make Egypt come alive. So, uh, so chuck them on, you know, the pyramid stage, you know. So, uh, we, uh, so I thought, right, I'll chuck this on and watched it in 3D. And I'm sat there thinking, oh, you know, yeah, it, you know, there's depth to the image. There is stuff coming off the screen, but it's gimmicky as hell. And I'd rather be yeah. watching this in 4K. Right. And, uh, and I, I just, yeah, I, 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 I've, I've passed 3D by, unfortunately, I think. Uh, and I'm not even I'm sure not the movies I do have are going to be <laughs> any better. Like I have Underworld. Spider-Man <laughs> 2 and like okay. um Alice in Wonderland the Johnny Depp 
Um, which I think was 3D. 3D. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, that I think was, was 3D in the theater. So that's probably the one I'll watch next just to... Yeah. Oh, in Alita Battle Angel that has one. a 3D oh. disc. That one is uh, awesome. So maybe I, that I'll one, try that one. Try that one next, and then if if you don't think that that one is good, then I would say that's your... That's, that's it's, it's not doing it as well. Yeah, it's not yeah. impressing you, because I, mean, I watched that movie, that. and I'm like... I, I did that movie on the podcast. I reviewed the okay. 3D, the 4K, and everything, and I was the 3D on that is great. It's so cool. you know enveloping. Um, it's and and again, I don't know if you're expecting like you know Jaws 3D and the things come at you. It's not like that. It's just more of a no, like, but you like can see was, into the screen. You know, in Star Trek, you know, there's ships exploding and debris. Yeah. Like you in 3D, you expect something to come. Like, I want to yeah. move back because it feels like something's going to hit me in the face or whatever, right. you, you know? Yeah. Uh, and maybe I'm expecting too much. Like you said, maybe that's just mm. not the state of current 3D, but... Um, if you can pick up a cheap copy of Avatar in 3D, that's the other one, which is the... I mean, I know you don't like the film. I don't, but, but a, I did look for that's that. That's pretty I good. Think, mm. But but around that 40 bucks is the cheapest I can get oh. it in 3D, oh, and yeah, I'm not yeah, yeah. I'm not that into it. I actually, no. when I grabbed... When I got my projector, that was the first... My, this is my first projector with 3D, and I was excited. I went all in, and I'm, I'm probably yeah. up to like 50 titles myself. I know you bought a lot. You had a yeah. little crate, a little phase there not too long oh, ago. Oh, yeah. I love yeah. it. Uh, WV Brews loves it. He he yeah. emails all the time about different 3Ds. He's still mm. all in. And I am to a degree, but I'm a little bit more closer to like what Steve said. It's like, I love it. But at the same time, there is that convenience factor of just sitting down with 4K. Because 4K does look fantastic. Right. right. And, you know, um, you get your Atmos track in 4K, yeah. which you don't get in 3D. But and, no, you know. on... um. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, oh, the one that we were talking about, uh, that one is in uh, Atmos. It's oh, 3D really? with an Atmos yeah. track. It's like, like the one from 2014. I forget the if name. If I can't get there with the four movies that I own, I'm, I'm out. Yeah. Because like I, I said, try Alita next. That's That one I can... I, I I'll attest to that. That's a yeah. fantastic 3D experience. Well, maybe next week or, uh, we'll be reporting. Well, next week we're not going to be on the show. So 21st. Yeah, yeah. Report on well, let me know when up. you watch it. I'll watch it too, and then we can compare. Uh, that'll All be right. good because I, that, I, yeah. I wouldn't mind sitting down to do that one again. I haven't done that in years. Um, it, it, it. I mean, a good 4K disc can look as three dimensional as yeah. a 3D movie, and you don't get, you don't in terms of into the screen. Obviously, not out of right. the screen, but but you know, you really can get the window effect yeah. with a, with an even half decent 4K film, and and you know, so it removes that, and you've got the beautiful bright colors and everything else right no flickering or anything like that as well which yeah. occasionally you'll get and it just it, yeah and you don't have to then put up with watching it with other people moaning about the fact they've got to wear glasses right um so that's you know because that irritates the hell out of me as well when someone starts doing that so like, it right. could be the glasses too maybe they're not the best mm. i don't you know i don't yeah. know maybe they so. weren't engaged well, they, no, they were engaged because, okay. like, you know, I could, t I took them off and, you know, it yeah. looked yeah, you like see, a 3D, yeah. you know, you could see that it was all, when yeah. I put them on, I mean, everything was clear, you know, right. I knew that it was improving the oh, picture okay. and that it was engaged. It just didn't feel very, three. like, I just didn't feel the depth yeah. like I thought I should. But again, maybe I am have either too high expectations or maybe the movie just is poorly yeah. executed. Avengers, you know, I got in 3D and that's not very good mm -hmm. either. That one, oh, yeah. that's a like a like uh, Steve said, like a remaster. It's like post conversion. Post conversion. Yeah, post -conversion. It's, although, it's, although the the city attack at the end is not bad. 
That's it's not, not bad, but by the time you, you get there, you're so out of 3D that it's just right, like yeah, in the 4K. You switched, you've already switched it over to 4K and just yeah, and it's like I didn't even I didn't put it in my notes um, for this week, but I've watched Avengers over the past week probably three times because I'm oh, putting wow. it on at night in my room, and then I'm also and then I, because I did that. Uh, to fall asleep to I come down and during the day and I'm watching different scenes and mm. one of the things I thought of this week it's funny we're talking about 3D is that um, Avengers from 2012 was one of the first I think it was the first demo I saw a 4K TV and okay. 4K HDR we didn't have HD we didn't have 4K content um, hey Dan he can't stay long he's just saying hi Danny speakers. Um, so, but we didn't have, like, we didn't have it yet. We didn't know. All we had was 1080p at home as at, at best. And I'll, I'd be willing to bet that at the time I'm seeing this, I probably had a 720 projector, right? With right. no HDR. My black levels at home weren't that good. So I'm here getting the, I'm seeing a demo of four of a 4k giant 4k television. It was probably 70 inch. And I'm like, and it, there was no motion smoothing or anything that I know of on, but it just looks so 3D and lifelike compared to everything else we knew at the time. And I think we're taking that for granted now, right? Because that it still mm -hmm. looks great. Our screens look, our displays look fantastic, but it doesn't have that pop of when, if you just went back to everything you saw was 720. <laughs> right <laughs> and the black levels oh, just aren't the same it's like but now i i still i remember you know the scene at the end one of the demos they had was when um uh tony stark shows up and uh loki is in his place right and he's walking around and i just remember it felt like you could reach in the television and like touch the items on the table that he was touching and, and like mm. and the the texture of loki's um costume and everything it's just i i still remember exactly where i was standing i was i didn't want to sit in the chair behind <laughs> me i just sat there and i'm staring at this and i'm like it felt like i could reach in and it, it's like but i don't it's not the same today we take it for granted right. but it, it, it's the yeah. same thing that's what we're getting and the the best part is this was probably 2014 2015 when it first something like that so mm. what eight years ago and now I'm getting it here on a giant screen and I, and I'm like, eh, and you're like, we want better now. It's just like, it's, you know, but I still remember that. Yeah. I, every time for me, it's the Warner's, the Warner brothers logo on a 4k disc. When that comes on, yes, it's always so bright, so detailed. I've never got sick of that. And I always get kind of excited when I've got a new Warner's disc. So I'm like, Oh, here we go. And that that was the very first 4K content I saw, which was when they had bought the TV and had been put on the wall. Yeah. They calibrated the audio, and I think I said to you before, yeah. I could hear it before I could see it. You know, you <laughs> could feel it in the house. Right. So I've then gone in, and then this logo came up, and it was the King Arthur, the new the Guy Ritchie King Arthur. Yeah. Um, right. And I was my, I mean, I I had never seen 4K until that point, not on a properly set up screen. And my jaw hit the floor. I was just like, what is Because there's a little fight. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but there's a little yeah. thing at the beginning where, where a little boy fights a sort of knight who's got a flaming sword and sort of pulls this sword out. And, of course, with the HDR and everything else, it was just like, 
it's a new dawn. You know, right. I was absolutely blown away. <laughs> um, so, yeah, every time I see that, it's a reason that, that on the pictures that we've got of Cinema George on the website and stuff, it's the Warner's logo. Yeah. And that's the reason because it's just, it just always looks so good. Well, it's such a, I mean, it's just a contrast of colors because you got the gold mm. against the blue. It's just, right. I mean, it is yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. Right. Fantastic. Really bright. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Good job, John. Wow. Yeah. Sparked a conversation yeah. there. I did. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. Going my first one, I will go with the oldie but goodie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had to. Uh, so before I tell everybody what it is, you guys are laughing, but um, <laughs> I said we had a bunch of meetings about the house. We had a bunch of planning stuff and budget stuff and meeting with my family. A very, very stressful week. And uh, I said to my wife, I'm like, I got to go downstairs. She's like, what are you going to do? I'm like, I don't know. I just got to relax. So I go downstairs, turn the system on, sitting there. And it it was like a warm blanket. It's just like comfort sat. food. <laughs> oh, my God. It was incredible. I just put on Star Wars A New Hope. And I was just like, oh, the lightsaber lighting up. Hearing uh, in every time, I didn't stamp anything. I just literally, I didn't have a blanket, but it was just so comforting. Just so nice to sit there and just watch these scenes. And then I'm looking at these characters. And I'm, and of course, like you mentioned shrinking earlier, right? And I'm watching that series as well on, uh, what is it, Apple TV? Is that uh, Apple yeah, TV yeah, Plus? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I'm watching that as well. And every scene with Harrison Ford, are these people like, this is Harrison Ford, right? right. Like, you know, it's a show, <laughs> but it's like, this is the first show he's ever done. And it's, but like we talked about uh, it. Yeah. It's 1912, 1923. Oh, yeah. 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 But is that a show? Like, this is a show. This is like a sitcom. Kind of. It's, it's an hour long drama. It's right. just Yellowstone. Mm -hmm. I yeah. mean. Yeah, I just felt like that's more of a production than this seems to be. It, it is. You it's know what I mean? A little more cinematic probably right. than this is. But, but this is like you're at like these characters are like acting like in a a dramedy or whatever you want to call it with it, like I, I like do, do they have to like step aside and go that's Han Solo. Right, <laughs> right, because they're all like a, all the actors <laughs> yeah. in it are they're our all, age, right? Or younger, <laughs> or younger. So yeah. they're all like, oh my god, that you know, that's Indiana Jones, that's Harris, that's like you know Han Solo. So I go and watch you know Star Wars, and I'm like, I'm watching this, and I'm just like, and it's funny. My son came down. He came home, um, that night, and I'm still just at the end of it, and he came running in the room and sat down, and he's like. Oh, is this a new one? <laughs> He's joking. But it was literally the end scene when they were giving the awards and then we made the right. joke of oh, Chewie doesn't get one and blah, blah, blah. But just looking at these characters and then we, we replayed we replayed the scene. Um, I didn't stamp it. I'm just going off a of memory right now of like my son and I's conversation. When Luke is getting out of his X-Wing, right, after the Death Star explodes, <clears throat> Listen, go there and John, next time you get a chance, especially at reference level, right? Listen to the clapping. It sounds like about four guys in an empty room. Oh, really? <laughs> it's so funny. It's Which like, it probably was. It right? probably was, right? But it's like, it, like we just like burst out laughing and it's like, that's what's fun about going back to these old movies. Like we know the story, we know everything, but all of a sudden like that jumps out at you. <laughs> 
it's right. like, but it was, it literally sounded like four guys. We're like, it sounds so dead. Like, yay. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell was that? Oh yeah. Oh, but it, funny. it was just so much fun to watch and the explosions so much better than we remember. But I, I mean, I could go on and on, but it, it just was so nice. It, it, I went, I got, it came upstairs and I went to bed and my wife's like, you feel better? I'm like, much better. Yes. <laughs> Much better. I can face the world now. <laughs> yeah. Have you um, have you read the story about the you know as they walk down the down the the, the temple at Yavin Four in the you know when the music's playing to get their medals? Have you read that? I think it was Mark Hamill who said that obviously when they were filming it they had no idea what they had and and everyone right. just thought it was some dopey space film you know that right. it was going to be nothing. But of course you had an all British crew that were that, that had been involved in it and the Brits of course are very very sardonic. And they just thought, you've got a lot of Americans coming over making some dopey space thing. What the hell? And as they were walking down, you had a load of the crew dressed up as the, 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 the soldiers either side of them. And as they're walking down, you've got all the British people. So they're all, you know, you've got the main characters. It's supposed to be a joyous celebration, isn't it? It's all a proud moment. And Mark Hamill said, as they're walking down, you've got the British crew all under their breath going, wanker. Yeah, just typical kind of Oh, that's great. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, so uh, you know, they were uh, they were making their views felt. I mean it is a jokey way, but just a funny right. thing. Oh yeah. yeah. That's funny. That's good. Yeah, stuff like that. Uh but yeah. I'll I'll watch it again probably soon. I'll probably watch it many times this year. <laughs> it's like but, well yeah because you'll be well it depends on when you get your theater set up too right well i'll come home here and it like i said it just like like watching avengers too as well right. um just watching stuff like that familiar stuff and uh because i just like we have movie. i've i can't tell you well i've told john a lot of them but uh how many movies i've bought and it's just like when you start to get you know, a little stressed elsewhere. You're like, last thing I want to do is sit down and concentrate on a movie, but I still want to enjoy my theater. So it's just easier to be like, oh, okay, I'll just, uh, you know, I'll just watch this again and just enjoy it and try and pull out some fun (laughs) stuff out of it. So, yeah. So that's, that's my first one of the week. (laughs) Awesome. Uh, All right, Steve, your uh, next one. Yeah. Yeah. So this was a random rewatch. I don't know what made me, think of 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 watching this necessarily just it it popped into my head one evening um so this was southpaw the jake gyllenhaal um well rocky movie basically um which got and i don't know have you guys both seen it i have but a while back yeah a while ago i don't really remember it much yeah i know i've seen i remember he got in great shape yeah (laughs) yeah he's ripped for this there's absolutely no doubt about it I, actually, no, I do know why it was. Is because I read on IMDb on the trivia thing. You know, obviously, I watched 8 Mile last week. Um, yeah, we do way, know that. Dan, uh, Danny Speakers just said in live chat that he thought my rap was fantastic. So I'm just, just saying, guys. <laughs> yeah, just anyway, <laughs> so um, the reason I came to this is because um, Eminem was supposed to star in this. Southpaw was supposed to have been an unofficial sort of follow-up. Not, oh. not a sequel, but a follow-up to 8 Mile. And he was hmm. cast and was filming it 
and then decided that he wanted to focus more on his music career, which probably suggests he wasn't up to it physically. Right. And uh, and so they cast Jake Gyllenhaal. So if you think of the shape he got in, how quickly he must have had to do that if they yeah. were already filming. Anyway, right. so I've seen it before, not seen it for a long time, and always think it was good, good film. Oh, that's why Eminem's all over the soundtrack, by the way. Um, so because he was going to be like he does with Eight yeah. Mile, he was doing the music and then going to be in the film as well. Um, and it's 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 very cliched. I mean, the, you you I could get you to write on the back of a napkin thirty seconds in what happens, and you you'd be able to get it. I'm sure, hundred percent right. But that does not make it any more any less enjoyable. It, these sorts of movies, you know. Again, we talked about sport movies weeks and weeks ago, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, this is one of those that is right up there for me. Yeah. It's actually a really really good movie, and Jake Gyllenhaal's fantastic in it. Um, so it's a really good film. What I had forgotten because I don't think I'd ever seen it in the cinema room, is just how good the disc is. So it's a 1080p disc, up next to Neuralex, surprise, surprise. Um, it looks stunning. They've shot this to within an inch of its life. I don't know if the each of it's available in Kaleidoscape in 4K. If it is, I'll be immediately jealous, um, because the, 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 the Blu-ray looks exceptional. This must have been shot at 4 or 8K. It must have been, because it is razor sharp. And all the injuries and all the makeup and all the little cuts and everything else yep. just looks stunning. Um, and then the only thing better than the video is the audio. And it, it upmixes beauty, all the crowds and everything else. Suddenly you feel like, forget feeling like you're in a field DJ, you feel like you're in Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Um, you know, because there's all this stuff around you and you can hear the, the, the crowd swelling and moving and, and all this kind of stuff. It, it's really, really good. And, of course, all the music as well. I mean, the rapping leaves a bit to be desired. And obviously, I like to think I'd know. Right. Um, but uh, other than that, <laughs> it's uh, it, it's really, really good. I, I can't recommend this disc enough. If you haven't seen it for a while or not watched it since you guys have had your, your big screens, then right. then dig it out. It'll be dirt cheap if you haven't already got it and give it a watch because it's really, really good. And, of course, we've got the Rocky box set coming soon, haven't we, next month? Right. So this is quite a nice kind of appetite wetter ready for that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, it's it's good, really good. I enjoyed it much more than I even I thought I would. So, it's yeah, it's great, guys. So give it a go. Any sign of it, Deej? Oh, there's a big sign of it. I just bought it. Okay. Oh, jeez. <laughs> but I, and because okay. I just bought it, I have to uh, slow Delete down something. my my downloads here. <laughs> I have to pause it because you guys are getting all broken up over here because the right. Kaleidoscape just is like, okay, we'll download that for you. I'm like, ah, hold the phone. <laughs> like, as you were talking, your voice came through, but you started to freeze. And it's like, that's how instantaneous, like, it'll suck the life out of your system. I, I was just messing so. with you, DJ, every now and then, just sort of just. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just not moving, just just having fun with you, you know. Yeah. yeah. Oh. But no, it's really good, guys. Yeah. Really good and a great disc. Is it in 4K, DJ? Is that no. HD. HD. Oh, it'll get a 4K release. It I hope so. Definitely will sooner or later. Um, it's bound to. Yeah, it's HD DTS Master Audio Five One. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, no, it is. It's a great movie, anyways. But even the 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 image they have, the black and white with the red gloves, image, mm. it's beautiful. But yeah, um, yeah, and again, I put some pics on Twitter. It, 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 it's yeah, really, really nice. One of those films. Sometimes when I'm doing these things, I have to really pick my moments and get the photos. Other films, you could just pretty much take, uh, you know, every any screen grab yeah. from the entire movie. And this is one of those. It's really good. Yeah. So uh, with that, uh, speaking of Rocky, just as a sneak peek, I took a look at. I have the uh, Rocky versus Drago version. 
on Kaleidoscape, mm. which is in 4K. Stayed away from it yet. Yeah, I can't wait for that. Yeah. yeah, so I that's in 4K, and I watched a couple of the the scenes. I haven't watched the full movie yet, but um, mm. the scenes that I saw, which are like basically music videos, you know, like his training montage, it looks spectacular in in 4K. Oh, yeah. I really really like Great. it, and it sounds fantastic. The 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 uh, there's different instruments at the back of the room. It just sounded amazing and like you know when he's in the barn and he's working out and the light coming in from the background you get that nice haze and the light cutting through it and then of course he's all like you know vaselined up or whatever sweaty but it's i mean every it just looks so good um i'm really looking forward to that entire box set in 4k that's yeah me too that, that's gonna yeah, be great me too. the only thing that's slightly weird is it doesn't come with rocky five yeah it's, i'm not walk- sure i'm buying it because it's yeah, incomplete I mean, now five is the worst of them all by some distance, yeah. but it would still be nice to have it. I mean, obviously I've got Rocky Balboa in 4K, I've got Rocky, and then obviously Creed one, two, and all that stuff. So yeah. we've got those, but right. um, but yeah, not got. Um, well, yeah, isn't so, so? Is that how they're breaking it up? Like five to Creed is the next four, and it's like so. Is, is that be. how it works? But of course, we've already got Creed in 4K and well, yeah, because yeah. So you know, it's like, mm, but uh, but I but one to four are the good ones. So yeah, I'm they gonna are. buy it. I've got to have those. Yeah. I, ha- I mean, I I love Rocky. Well, one, two, three, uh, and four, but four yeah. in particular. Oh uh, yeah, I do as well. <laughs> I think I'm if just, I had to you know, rank as soon them, as I would you buy say it. Then there's going to be another box set in a year. This yeah, but that always happens. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. So yeah, <laughs> it's like Star Trek. You know, they did that with Star Trek as well. Mm. So yeah, um, I've got to get it. I've got to get. I haven't seen. I haven't seen Rocky versus Drago, so I need to see that. I haven't seen it either. I know every frame of Rocky Four backwards, right. sideways, up, down. You know, so okay. is that part of the box set? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, so it is. Separate discs. Okay, yeah, the separate discs in 4K. So, no. yeah. I, I mean, it, that's that's worth it. It's sixty pounds over here. It's worth right. it just for that. I'd pay it just just for that film, right. let alone you know all of them in 4K. So, yeah, I can't wait. That's going to be a fun rewatch. Yeah, I got <laughs> on Kaleidoscape. Rocky is in 4K, but all the others are HD. Except for well, right, Rocky. but see, a box set doesn't matter to you so much because you'll just buy the digital. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. I mean, yeah, if, if it comes out, if they release it. And when it, five yeah. eventually comes out, it, it's not like you have a box that it doesn't fit in. Exactly. You just have your Kaleidoscape. You know? Well, I kind of do so, have a box that none of these yeah, fit in because exactly. I have well, to delete other ones in your, from it. In the box. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. So, all right. Uh, John, you want to talk about your next one? I can't wait to see what you thought of this. Yeah, so um, I watched Kaleidoscope, which was on Netflix, uh, 4K, Dolby Atmos. Um, again, I know you talked about it a couple of weeks ago, So, but for anybody not familiar, this is the heist series that um, you know you can watch out of order, in order, however you want to watch it, and still get the... Um, you know, get the whole experience. Um, so yeah, I thought it was great. Um, really, really liked it. Um, what I found out because when you were talking about it, we kind of both looked at Netflix to see, you know, what the order was and everybody's, it was the same for all three of us. The way this works is that once you watch episode one, which is basically just the, the teaser, it's like two minutes long and it tells you what you're going to get. Then Netflix just randomizes the episodes oh. for, for everybody so that black. watches it. That's black, So black right? is the first one, right. And it's basically like two minutes long and it just says, this is what your kaleidoscope experience is going to be. And then you just hit next and it's different for every user from there. Oh, okay. Um, but what I did find, and I, I guess this was just 
um, random and just hap- like just happened to me. Um, I got episode seven, eight, and nine in order. Seven, eight, and nine. So at my last end. three episodes, yeah. I got at the end in the order that they were listed. I don't know if everybody gets them that way, um, but basically, what it, my last no. episode ended up being the heist itself was the last episode I saw. Um, which yeah, I but thought chronologically, would be, that's not the last episode. Right, right. But that's right. what I'm saying. But I watched all eight episodes without actually seeing the heist. And then the last episode I watched was the heist itself. Oh, um, then that's not the, the like, that's how I did it, too. But I see. Is that what they're calling the last episode? Because that well, would episode if you went, nine. If you went chronologically, was, that would have been like episode seven. Right. But episode nine, it, it is listed by Netflix as number nine. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Oh. Like, if you look at Netflix, just look up the show. It it tells you what all the colors are in a specific episode order number, one through nine. Oh, okay. Um, I, I've never but, seen that. Because when you put it in your thing, I texted you. I'm like, I don't even know what that means because I only know colors. <laughs> right, yeah. Right. You, uh, so I was looking to, to find the text that I sent you that had all the colors on it. But anyways. Um, yeah. It, it's great. Um, I, I still feel like there was a couple of things left unanswered even though like watching the heist last you actually already know the ending because you get the six months later episode i've already seen that so i kind of know where everybody ends up but even then some of the questions i had were answered in the heist episode correct yeah (laughs) which took place six months earlier so yeah it it was pretty cool. Um, at some point, I will probably do a rewatch of this in chronological order just right. to see if the experience is any different. Um, but I thought this was super clever. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, the home theater experience on this was excellent. I yeah. thought the 4K HDR was top notch on this show. That heist Atmos was wasn't that was awesome. Really, yeah, the heist was <sighs> awesome. The app there was some bass drops throughout this whole series. Yeah, that that really hit pretty hard, even with the stream. Um, and yeah, this was super fun. Um, I really recommend it if you haven't seen it. And then just there's a million post you can go look on the internet to tell you which order to watch these in i say just let netflix do its thing just yeah. hit play and let it go um it's going to be random and it doesn't matter right like, i ended up watching it i wrote it down just for my own records it was like one six four three two five seven eight nine so it's like Hike. completely out of order <laughs> um but it doesn't matter um, right. because you are jumping around all over the place, but you're asking questions, you're answering questions. And I think you ask more questions this way than if you would have actually just watched it in chronological order. Right. Some of those questions you wouldn't have even had to ask because they would have already been answered for you. It's so, kind of like um, Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> if you watch Star Wars chronologically, exactly. it takes all the fun out of it. <laughs> right. Like, you know, what we experienced right. back in the seventies was like right. that's his it's sister. Like, why, why is that a question? You know it's his father. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where's but, all the fun? Yeah. Super fun, that's really awesome. enjoyable. And yeah, good home theater experience. So it's funny, um, um Braden Russell over on uh H T guys. He watched it and he mentioned he mentioned me in the pod their podcast last week. He's like DJ watched it and I because he talked about it 
and I'd seen his order and it was different from mine. So now he's like, he said in the pocket, he's like, I'm thinking of going back and watching it in DJ's order and seeing how that is. And then, cause, right. and that is kind of what I went back and I watched a couple of episodes now knowing different information to see. And it, it right. is, it's like, you can watch this in any order and there are, you're always, you're never going to be at the ending going, well, I know everything. And you that's what's amazing still... when you think of every episode is going to answer a question, but leave you thinking of something else. Right. But I feel like there was still two major questions for me that went unanswered, which bugged me a little bit. But, okay. you know, I mean, that happens in almost every show you watch. Um, well, I but like I said, yeah, going, are. going into that heist episode, I had some big questions um, yeah. that it actually answered that episode answered for me, yeah. even though it was way out of order. And so, you'd already seen um, the quote ending. Right. 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 <laughs> Isn't that cool? Yeah. 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 So, so a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, it be, uh, won't it be ironic, John, if one, six, four, three, two, five, seven, eight, nine, end up being the numbers that you win the Powerball with. Exactly. Cause <laughs> I'm going to play them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll be out playing violet, blue, green. Oh, wrong right. lottery. <laughs> yeah. That's the wrong lotto. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm up next. Yep. All right. Um, uh, plugging along with Westworld, uh, 4K Atmos on the Kaleidoscape, and I am getting deeper and deeper into the story, really enjoying the story. I'm uh, especially... For anybody that hasn't seen it, I don't want to give anything away, but the piano plays a big part to me in it now, uh, symbolically. And if once you get into it, maybe you'll know what I mean. Um, but I, I love that little note. And then, no pun intended, uh, but then <laughs> just the storyline, how it's playing out, it's getting very intriguing to me. I've never been this far into it before. But also the the picture and the sound, it is, it, it, you know, another one from, you know, HBO. These all came out streaming on HBO or on cable, but they they do top-notch stuff on disc. No doubt about it. And it's, like I said, this one actually plays a little loud. Uh, this last episode, I did forget to turn it down, so maybe they did. <laughs> but the early <laughs> episodes were, re- like, when I first started, I, I, I couldn't handle it. I had to dial it back. Um, but now I, you know, like I said, the last episode, I think I'm on four or five season one and I didn't turn it back, but there's some nice sounds all over the room, uh, discrete sounds, especially with, um, the music, which I also think is another note to like what's going on here. Um, they, because a lot of that music you hear in the background, it's modern music put to like that Western theme. So they're right. recreating art with art and uh, just really cool. But the way they move that music around the room is really cool. Uh, lots of fun. Lots of home theater fun out of this. Plus, I am still enjoying the story. So haven't fallen off a cliff yet, guys. So. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, oh, uh, I wonder what got you to watch this, Steve. Your next one. <laughs> um, yeah, The Meg. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's uh, I. Yeah. I suddenly decided to rewatch this as well. <laughs> um, some, <laughs> was that because of my Jason Statham adventure someone, last yeah, week? Was it you that mentioned it? Someone yeah. mentioned Jason Statham, didn't they? And He's like that, well. isn't he? he like you start thinking of his movies and you go, "I gotta watch another one." 
Yeah, well, the, the Meg's a film I've seen, you know, a number of times, but I, I haven't seen it in 4K for a while. I've never seen and, it. Uh, yeah, okay, well, it's, it's... I haven't either, so... Okay, well, I, I don't know whether to recommend it to you or not. It, if you like your kind of your very cheesy shark films, that's what this is, albeit with a bigger budget. Um, so the effects are pretty good, um, and it's a fun, cheesy guilty pleasure where jason statham plays jason statham and it's like you know if if the gray is wolf puncher the movie then this is shark puncher the movie you know kind of similar sort of stuff it's it's not terribly realistic and by not terribly i mean not in the slightest um but it is fun and it's a fun right. film and i've seen it i must yeah. have seen it four or five times now um what is good and is recommended is the disc because yeah. it looks, you know, it's very high contrast. So everything is bright, 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 and just made for, for 4K. Um, and the Atmos effects are really good. It's a, it, it's a, it, it is an Atmos. By the way, guys, if you do pick up the disc, this is one of those Warner's ones that defaults to DTS HD. So make sure anyone watching, make you've got to select Atmos, otherwise you don't get that track. Um, so watch out for that. But it is a fun one. And there is a there are sequences where there are little underwater like little um, how would you describe them little mini submarines I suppose and they move around a lot and one of them there's there's a couple of moments where it goes up and past you to the rear right speaker and you can hear the little bubbles oh. going past and then up into the overheads which is a really subtle little effect that no one else without a really decent cinema room right. would pick up but <clears throat> we do. And right, it's really cool, and it happens a couple of times, and you can hear it, and it's like, ooh, I heard that go right up there, you know. Yeah, so it's 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 cool, it's fun. Yeah, it it is. It's a fun, dopey, silly movie, <laughs> is what I would say. And if you if you if that sounds appealing with Jason Statham in it, then then you know definitely give it a go. It's uh, yeah, it is good. It is good. good sounds like a hurricane heist to me, John. Right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, mean, you, I mean, yeah. Don't don't pay full price for it. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I, I enjoy choice. it for what it is. It, you know, it it it's good. Um, so yeah, I recommend that. Um, cool. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Sure. I tell you what, guys. Just because I'm looking at the time, should yeah. we go straight to our title one, and then I can say because the other two things. I don't know if you guys have seen the Last of Us episode four. Have you seen that yet? I have. Either, yeah. I mean that one we could always save till next time because we could always have... say we could save the yeah Last of Us. We could save. Why don't John? Why don't you yeah. finish? You do your last one there. I'll do this one real and then quick. We'll wrap up yeah, I was looking our ending. Looking at the time as well. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, yeah so we'll speaking of big, dumb, silly, dopey movies, um, <laughs> I watched um, Viking Olven, which is Viking Wolf. This is on Netflix. Uh, 4K HDR, 5.1 sound. You don't have to say any more. I'm there. <laughs> this is a this is a, a Norwegian a Norwegian movie. Uh, it is subtitled, uh, but I watched it in its original Norwegian because that's what I do. Um, and yeah, this is a, a werewolf movie. So typical, the werewolf comes to a small town, starts killing people and making more werewolves. All the townspeople who say there's no such thing as werewolves figure out they need to hunt a werewolf because they've got one in their midst. Um, yeah silly dopey doesn't make a lot of sense but really really fun um not oh. super high budget so you know like the wolf effect like the wolf doesn't look great but he's okay <laughs> um but yeah bloody you know horror yeah a lot of fun um the hdr on this looked great um i, I thought it really looked good um you know lots of woods and um Ocean, you know, Norway, you know, it's beautiful country, looked great. Uh, 
up mixes really well. You know, again, like you mentioned earlier, there's some good, you know, there's wolves howling, there's gunshots. It's your typical horror affair. Um, and yeah, Steve, I think you'll like it. It, it was fun. Um, little, little leave your brain at the door. You know, it's, it's one of those, it's a horror movie, you know? So it sounds like it it's right up Steve's is. alley. But, yeah. <laughs> Wolves, yeah. Download, horror. Downloading it as we speak, guys. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> oh, you're going to watch it on your iPad, huh? Yeah. Well, I've got some, I might have some waiting around tomorrow in between yeah. things. And this is the perfect kind of thing to watch. It is. Um, yeah, it is. But to be honest, John, you had me at Viking Wolf. Yeah, well, that's what got yeah. me too. I was like, "Great title," you know. Yeah, <laughs> so that's yeah. funny. And so, it's on Netflix. It's we already have that, Netflix. so it doesn't cost yeah. us anything, right? Yeah. So right, it's, it's right. on the it's in the top ten. It is in the top. A lot of people are watching yeah. it. It doesn't yeah. have the best. It's like five point one out of ten. So it's not. It doesn't have the best rating, but it's. it's <laughs> oh, I thought the five point yeah. one was fun. the sound. Well, it's both. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. <laughs> but yeah, I can't wait to hear what you think of it, uh, yeah, Steve, because I know you'll watch it. Oh. So. Yeah, definitely. Well, I'll, I'll give it a go. I'll start watching it in my breaks tomorrow, and then if it's okay. really good, I'll switch and watch it in the cinema room and watch the rest. But yeah, great recommendation. Thanks, buddy. That's yeah. a great yeah, problem. Nice. nice. All right. Okay. Let's uh, wrap up on this last one here. Um, uh, we got a comment to go along with it. There you go, Steve. Uh, Blue Wave. <laughs> Uh, it says, uh, good stuff, guys. You guys are under three hours. What the hell's going on around here? <laughs> well, today, too. So. Oh, today, too. He's going to be really disappointed. We're under, going to be, nope. No, we're over two hours. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, I was finally able to watch Black Panther Wakanda Forever on Disney+. Plus. I thought the picture looked a little soft, and there was something off about the audio. That's called Disney+. Plus. Uh, not sure <laughs> if the audio was really compressed or just suffer, suffers from Disney at mouse quotes um so steve why don't you go first you watched yeah, it on so, disney plus yeah because it's not out here yet it comes out here next week tomorrow um, oh, I today it, it comes yeah. out today right today yeah, we, get we, we get it here it mine's week. probably yeah. here right now i was hoping to have been yeah. able to catch it before we get on here on disc yeah. but go ahead so, uh, so we get it next week so i thought well i need to watch it because i you know you and i you, all three of us had had our discussion about this didn't we yeah i think we were all fairly lukewarmish i know you were a bit more up on it i think dj than yes than perhaps john and i were from from memory we all liked Um, it you guys i just gave it a little more credit for what they had to accomplish that's it but we all i think liked it the same right but yeah yeah yeah, i think that's fair um and so i i watched it again the day it came out so last friday when as soon as it went up um on the first wasn't it yeah um, sorry, Tuesday, whenever it was. I can't remember. It was Maybe Wednesday. It was Friday. I thought it was Wednesday Friday. the Wednesday. first. There we go. Yep. Uh, that'll be it then. Okay. So I, I watched it. Um, the It's better the second time, but not dramatically so. Um, I I think it's probably gone from, I had it probably about a two out of, out of five, probably gone to a three after watching it again. I still think it's lesser MCU for me. But I, but I didn't, I didn't feel the time this time that I did before. I didn't feel every minute that I did in the past. I was able to, you know, go along with the movie much more this time. So that's good news. And I'm going to buy the disc. So it must be all right. Um, but really, what we want to talk about is is the, is the theatre experience. Now, the, the the video, it's IMAX enhanced is what I watched on Disney Plus mm-hmm. always, obviously. Um, now it's odd because it's it does a bit of a dark night. And the Dark Knight Rises, it flips between some mm. sequences that you'd think should be an IMAX that aren't, others that you would have thought shouldn't be and that are, and it can flick in and out, and including only a couple of shots. 
Yeah. So that that was weird and and not welcome, unfortunately. Um, but it but in terms of how it looked, it looked I'd see exactly where uh, Blue Wave's coming from. I think there are scenes where it looks soft, but I think that's the filming style. I don't think that that is a mm. uh, an issue. At least when I saw it, it didn't look mm. to me to be an issue with the stream. It looked to be an issue with the way it was shot. You know how you get the the, the some of the blurry bits at the the extreme edges of mm -hmm. the of the frame, whereas the middle part is is perfectly fine. So it didn't look to be a problem with me. The HDR was fine. The IMAX scenes looked good. You know, there are some lovely sunsets and there's some nice, the, the, the really dark stuff is now watchable in my cinema where in the theater when I saw it, that was all gray and I couldn't tell one thing from another. Whereas that was fine when I watched it on the Disney Plus. It's, it's dark, but I could still see everything there. That, you know, that was okay. Um, the sound was okay. It was all right. There, there is some bass to it. There is some there is some kick to it, uh, more than I had expected. Having read uh, some of the reviews, I thought, right, well, there's going to be next yeah. to no bass, and yet there is bass. There mm -hmm. is, and there are, and there's some nice rumbles. There's some decent stuff there. It's not Halloween ends, and no. it's not you know King of Monsters or anything. It's not going to rearrange your room for you, but it still does have some heft to it. Um, and, you know, it's not one I'll pick out as a demo disc. I'm not going to be, you know, going, oh, watch this. Not, not well, not on the not on the Disney Plus version anyway. The mm -hmm. disc might be different. But I wouldn't I wouldn't choose this as a demo if I'm going to demo Disney Plus. Mm -hmm. um, but it's okay. It's not, it's not, there's not a problem with it. There's not a mistake with it. Mm -mm. I don't think that it, that, 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 that it's a, that it's faulty in any way. It's just, it, it could be better, mm -hmm. but, you know, it's 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 fine. It's fine. I thought it was okay, but I know you had a better experience with the Kaleidoscape version, Deej. Yes, <laughs> yes. So, um, so when this dropped, like I said, it's like we don't get pre-sales on Disney uh, titles on Kaleidoscape, so you just have to get up, see it there. And I got up, and you, I actually had to search it. Right. So it's like you go and you'd think it's like first thing in the morning, it would be Wakanda forever available. Right. Nope. Right. I actually had to type in Black Panther Wakanda forever and then it came up as available. Uh, so I got it that early in the morning that before Kaleidoscape even advertised that they had it available, grabbed it, watched it right away. Um, and it was I, I, I called Ralph and so Ralph Potts had done a review on it and I loved his review because his review is like pretty much how I feel about it with the exception of he didn't feel like, and we had a, a great discussion about it that he didn't, he felt like they could have utilized the Atmos channels more to pull the sound over your head a little bit more. Like he went as far as disconnecting everything to see what was coming through the Atmos channels. And he thought that his overheads were just doing more ambient stuff when there was an opportunity there. He felt like on some scenes that you could have been more discreet, had a little bit more sound coming from there. So I'm not going to argue with him. I, 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 but I was blown away. I, I re thoroughly enjoy this. And Ralph and I had a great conversation. And like Ralph said, this isn't a disc that you would go. He goes, he doesn't understand either. Why is there saying no bass? Because I've got a scene for you that for when you get this disc, I want people to, uh, you know, in, up it i did it especially with the conversation we had today i did it at reference i did it at minus five and minus ten um and it's at 42 minutes and 30 seconds and it's when 
it's not a spoiler. Everybody knows Riri's in it, but she turns out the lights. Okay, you know the scene I'm talking about, Steve. You know it, John. Well, she turns out the lights, and there's a thump. And every single time, in it, like I said, 42 minutes and 30 seconds, every single time I could feel it right here like a pool cue. It was, I've never experienced it that discreet before. Like she, like she turned out the lights and went, boom, and you felt the bass hit you right in the sternum, right there in my seat. And I was like, I moved over to the next seat, same thing. And I'm like, this is amazing. So I didn't get that in Disney Plus at reference. Mm. Okay. On, mm. <clears throat> I backed it to five. I could still feel it. It just wasn't as discreet, nice. At 10, nothing. You just heard the sound. It's like you turn out the lights in a movie, you go, and that's all you get. You just get the sound like what I just did. This actually, I felt it, and I loved it, loved it. Um, And there's stuff like that all the way through. And I even, I mentioned to Ralph, I go, go back to the Cambridge chase scene. It's not a spoiler. You'll know what I'm talking about when you get there. But the Cambridge chase scene, and one of the things about this movie that, my wife liked when we saw it in the theater is she loves the music from the black Panther movies. Absolutely loves it. She said it's the best music in MCU. When in my home in, I didn't get this in the theater, but in my home, the, the, the lyrics were overhead, but then like in the Cambridge chase scene, you could hear the dialogue from the characters, whether they're in a car or whatever and whatever they're doing. But you could hear them talking in front of you. But then the lyrics from the, the, the song playing in never mind that the music's going all around your room. But then the lyrics going on, they're hovering over your head. It was it was so nice. You still you're nodding, Steve. So I know you fe- you got a little bit of that. I think on Disney Plus. Yeah. Well, when 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 you first see what's his face old uh, Namor or Namor, yeah. When he first comes out of the river, and you hear the, the music oh. for the first time, his theme comes out of nowhere. Yep. It made me jump. I yeah. jumped out of my seat. It's even more so. And it's kind of uh, you know up in the again up in the overheads. And it, and I did. I jumped. I was like, whoa! It's like I was not expecting that. It was great. Yeah, it's it, in going from the stream to Kaleidoscape was, and I did. I I went through and I watched some of the scenes. I was not impressed at all with their IMAX enhanced. They're they're switching, and there's only like I think I counted five IMAX enhanced scenes, yeah, and they're scattered. Yeah. And you're like, there's no almost like no rhyme or reason. I didn't get that, but it is definitely muted compared to what i think you're gonna get on the disc Mm. um i haven't gone back ralph and i haven't talked since we both compared notes and we're gonna go back and 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 watch some scenes again um but i'm wondering maybe i I can't wait to get the disc because i know the disc is disney's 66 gigabytes kaleidoscape this this is a 98 gigabyte download so maybe there's a maybe I get a little more fidelity. I don't know. Maybe that helps with my overheads. I don't know. I got to <laughs> imagine that even if it is, it's it's fairly similar. I know the disc is going to yeah. be fam- fairly similar because Ralph was very impressed with it too. Uh, it's just that one thing he felt like they could have utilized, and he, he was a little disappointed to be honest. That's what he said. He's like, and he he wrote that in his article. He felt that you could do a little bit more, but my overall feel is exactly what i wanted when i saw this in the theater i knew i was being let down sonically i was Mm. like this isn't what i want i'm hoping i get more at home and you do 
and you and you will. And I gar- I, I can almost guarantee you, you'll get more out of the disc than what you got on Disney mm. Plus. Oh, okay. And it's in in the 4K. Same thing you were saying about the night scenes and stuff. No, uh, uh-uh. uh, it looks mm. so good. There's so many dark yeah, scenes does. in this, and Ralph and I raved about mm. that as well. And it was just like it's yeah. such a gorgeous looking picture yeah. throughout because it's so colorful too with the two different yeah. worlds that we're experiencing in there oh it's great i i had a blast with it um and oh at 46 minutes and 45 seconds there's a a slow motion explosion a water explosion right but the explosion goes in slow motion but so does the base like it was weird and i did it a couple of times it's like all of a sudden it's like boom but now all of a sudden that wave that's supposed to be hitting you i don't know how you do it but it's hitting you slower (laughs) it was awesome it was awesome so yeah i had a blast with it watched it a few times obviously disney plus and and uh, collide escape so i can't wait to get back to it with the the blu-ray and i'll have um I'll, i'll report on that see how it compares later on so but all right is that all we have i know john unfortunately you didn't see it yet right no, I mean, I saw it in the theaters, but I right. haven't watched it at home yet. Okay. All right. All right. Did we do yeah, good, Steve? I'm so sorry, guys. Sorry to, no, to don't apologize. It I, you know, it's fun when we can just take our time and do what we've got to do. But yeah. uh, Oh, I thought yeah, it was a great sorry. show. Two, two hours, 15 minutes. I, I don't think we're slighting anybody, Steve. Don't feel bad. No, don't, I'm, good. I'm getting <laughs> a nice early anyone. dinner. Yeah. Huh? we're not shortchanging anybody no no no, i know um all right uh as you might have heard us alert allude to earlier we three of us are taking next tuesday off so there will be no friday bus bench boys let's just put it that way i'm working on something will be coming friday i don't know what yet but something will be coming but we're taking the week off to spend it with the ladies or whoever we choose. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Because John might be in trouble. So it might be a lady, but yeah, maybe not the one he dead. wanted to go with. He's gonna... <laughs> uh, so um, have a great, a uh, very special takeover Tuesday next week uh, on Valentine's Day, as a matter of fact. So you got that to look forward to. So, um, and then we'll see what happens on Friday, but, uh, there will be something for you, but the, the bus, the bus bench boys are off for the week and we'll be back with more Wakanda forever. We'll be back with more. The last of us. We'll have two episodes to talk about. This is a good episode to take off anyways. Three yeah. by then. Oh, three, three by, by then. then. You're there's right. Another, there's another one on Friday, guys. There's one Friday yeah. coming. Oh, coming yeah. Super that's Bowl. right. Uh, to, yeah. As this mm-hmm. is dropping. So, yes. Yeah. That's right. So, yeah, great. Have a great week, everybody. Um, everybody, thank you very much for watching, listening, participating, patrons, everybody. Steve, John, thank you very much. John, what do we got to do? Go push play. Steve? I get what he said. Here we go. <laughs> Later, boys. Hey, Fred. This has been a Hey, Fred production with theme music by Jeff Bernhardt and Throne Vault Productions.